No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM Incorporated. The future is two days away. Stop with this nonsense. The 2008 Dolphins draft. It's getting ugly, man. Sports Radio 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort tried to tell you that there are a few things, other than a serious disease, there are a few things worse than a head cold. Yeah. And you said, but a beep, but a boop, but a boop, but what about cancer? What about the leprosy? Bad. Mono. What? Mono. I've had that. Uh, But I'll do my best being the trooper that I am. I can't hear anything. My ears are plugged up. What? You heard what I said, schmuck. You know, I can't figure out yet which which Clinton pisses me off worst. The Ice Princess, that bulldike, or Bubba, who's turned from somebody I used to admire and like a hell of a lot, into an idiot, just a jackass, a jerk. Well, once he starts doing the finger pointing, you know he's lying through his teeth, you know? Right. 
And they caught him in that bald-faced lie about, I never said that uh, Obama was playing the race card. You know, you like to follow me around and making up these things, and I'm not going to play your game today. In the meantime, they showed the clip of him saying it on that uh, Delaware talk show. About They showed it a hundred times. They played the race card in uh, South Carolina, and uh, they planned on doing it all along, blah, 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 blah. And then he gets all bad out of shape when the guy asked him about it pointing his finger and starting with that surly, hostile. It's a miracle we survived eight years of him with that attitude he's got, that hostile temper. That'd be a good ticket, man. Bubba and uh, McCain. Ooh. Wouldn't last the first week without blowing the world up. And then she's got the gall to look straight into the camera, this bitch. And the people in the media don't. It's like, it's like are they hearing the same thing that I'm hearing? Straight into the camera and say, well, I think all those votes I got in Michigan should count, and blah, 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 and the popular vote this, and blah, blah, blah. There was nobody on the freaking ballot, okay? Somebody had a, one of the talking heads had a great analogy. It's like a team plays the entire baseball season. Yeah. And they're losing, they're in second place by about five games at the end of the season, and they're going to finish second. And they say, oh, yeah, but what about those exhibition games? We had a great exhibition <laughs> season. We were undefeated. Right. Let's, let's count those games, too. As like they're part of the regular season. And she looks in the camera and says it with a straight face. And nobody nobody just falls down laughing and puking and, and getting hysterical about it. <laughs> she was on the ballot against Dennis Kucinich and none of the above in Michigan. None of the above. And she only got 53% of the vote. Yeah. Yeah. And she thinks she ought to get those votes to count? This is the Clintons, baby. Whatever the rules were, forget about that. Throw them out because whatever they need to do to, like, uh, you know, screw the deal up on their favor, they'll do it. I'll guarantee you one thing. If Clinton would have been running against W instead of Al Gore, that 2000 debacle, that never would have happened. Never could have happened. Because as much as that was fixed and rigged in Florida with the uh, butterfly ballot and all the other crap, they, they would have had their own, uh, believe me, their own way of uh, overturning it. They are the most brutal, and, and they have this feeling of entitlement. Right. Like it's their White House, and, and, and they want to go back in there another eight years. They liked it. They know where all the um, silver is. They know all the uh, bells to ring to get the servants, you know. They want back in there again. The Clinton dynasty. It's really sad. But it's the old smear and schmear. And that's what they're going to do. And, of course, in two weeks we got Indiana and North Carolina. And now they're running that grotesque ad in North Carolina, the Willie Horton-style ad against Obama. It just gets uglier and uglier and uglier. And, and this is what it's all about with all these problems we've got. And, and it's like a bunch of children in the sandbox calling each other names. My ears are... are just shut like a, they're tighter than a snare drum. Well, don't do that, you know, pinching don't your do nose, what? pinching your nose and trying to blow it business. I don't do that. Okay, good. It doesn't work for me. I know. All it does is it makes it worse. That's right. Well, you agree with that? Yeah. I thought you're one of the people that's always telling me to do that. That was Joe Castello. Oh, well, he's also telling me to, you know, wipe my ass from the front to the back. You know, what a idiot. No, man, just hot tea, chicken soup. Like, I need instructions after all these years how to wipe my ass? 
How did I make it through all these years, through the first 60 years, without knowing how to wipe my ass without like Joe Costello there to help me? I mean, he's not a bad guy, but he's annoying. You know what I mean by that? No, what do you mean? Explain it to me. Well, let me say it again. Annoying. I can see why that marriage went over like a pregnant pole vaulter at the equator. He's just a hard-ass. He's a, I mean, he's a thousand times worse a hard-ass than you are, and that's almost impossible. Right. But he is. He is. Whatever he says, that's the definitive uh, story. I'll, you pick the topic. He's got the definitive answer. How to wipe your ass, how to pick your nose, how to pick your Rectum. whatever. Pick your produce. How to open your ears. They'll open when they open, you know what I mean? Right. I got my Hall's Oxygen. Uh, these are sugar-free. And they don't make you, like, crap your brains out. I don't think. I'm sure they don't because I've been sucking on these like heavy duty. Uh-huh. I've got my Sign Your Tab, which doesn't do a damn thing, I don't think. And I just took a couple of extra strength Tylenol for aches and whatever. If my nose, i got some Dristan here, which also doesn't do much. It says um, long-lasting. Long-lasting my ass. Oh, uh, what? Well, no, if my ears and my nose would open up, I'd feel, you know, not great, but decent. I'm sweating a little bit. I can tell that. I'm sweating on my stories. All right. Not good. And what was that with that parade of sales holes we had there this morning? You know, I'm under the weather. I feel like crap. And right away, people that haven't been in there in ages, in a raccoon's age, like Brian Schmutz, he's in there with his kids. It's, oh, bring your kid to work day today, I guess. Is that it? I don't know. Is it? Bring I your believe so, yes. Oh, kids are all over. Nobody told me. That's all right. That's all right. Why? I uh, took my kid to school day today. What do you mean by that? Instead of bringing her to work, she went to school. Oh, well, that was nice of you. I picked up my kid at the uh, dermatologist yesterday, even though I was sick as a dog. I got an urgent request. Pick me up at 3 o'clock. And, and like an idiot. I just, you know, the oldest delivery boy and um, service person in the city. With no problem. That, that's me. I'm here to please. After two meetings without a decision, developer Isla Dreams, LLC, We'll have to return a third time to the North Bay Village Commission and its bid to build a proposed 21-story high-rise on the village's tiny broadcast key. Remember where that is? No, all I mean, there. No, I know thereabouts. I mean, I, you know, I probably couldn't find it. We used to work right there. That was broadcast key? Yeah. I had no idea. At a meeting Monday, the developer presented hours of testimony from real estate, economics, traffic, and urban planning experts, but a decision was postponed until the commission could hear testimony from any objecting parties, including residents. I object not. Isle of Dreams wants to build a... Re- Isle of Dreams, like W-I-O-D. Well, wants to build a residential condominium with ground-level retail on the east side of the island, land that it purchased from Clear Channel in 2004. Those grave-robbing grave bastards... The developer shares the island with WSBN, Fox 7, the project's biggest opponent. Chabababam and Dreard, Channel 7. Channel 7 owner Sunbeam TV is fighting the developer on two fronts, in court and before the commission. 95% of the parking and all the access is on their side of the island, said Sunbeam attorney Joseph Matthews. 
This proposal would put Sunbeam out of business. Good. Put Channel 7 out of business. Be a public service for everybody. Maybe your brains would stop rotting. When Sunbeam purchased its side of the island in 62, it entered into an agreement with the original owner that protected its access to a driveway and other resources shared with the other half of the island, Matthew said. The parties also agreed nothing would be built on the southern part of the island the side along the Kennedy Causeway without the other's consent. In a lawsuit, the court reaffirmed Sunbeam's rights, Matthew said. And I'm going to talk very low today, by the way. Am I, am I projecting okay? You're doing I fine. No. It's G.I. wine. Slow and quiet. In the lawsuit, the court reaffirmed Sunbeam's rights, Matthew said. In order for them to do what they're asking the city to approve, Sunbeam must approve. Well, screw Sunbeam. Screw Channel 7. Hubman Dreard. Isle of Dreams attorney Jeffrey Burko said the idea that Sunbeam will be out of business because the project is a complete fabrication. We're trying to go the extra mile, make sure we've completely addressed the concerns raised by Channel 7, he said. Burko said the plans provide Sunbeam adequate access to the property, including parking space in the building's parking garage. Oh, yeah, all those little Twinkies used to, like, um, sashay through that parking lot, man. Brian Andrews and what's the one? Shep. Shep Smith from Fox News, that queen. <clears throat> and Ricky Ticky Sanchez. All those losers. Oh, Rick Sanchez is on CNN now, emoting now. Yeah, good for him. Now, Chris, i got good news for you. What's that? Well, I know that you're not too happy this poll's been on for days. I have no problem with it. Yeah, you do. Just think about that. We to as many votes on the polls we had the first time, so it'd be an exact comparison. Mm-hmm. Of 2033, we had 2067 the first time. We need 34 more votes, and that'll change the poll. We've got the new one up there. Okay. The good new one from Sean in Hollywood, by the way. Thank you, Sean. You're okay in our book. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Dumb as dirt. Home foreclosures. The median home price fell by the largest amount on record. Won't come back. No way. The price of your little house. Won't come back. To that same low rate when you took it out. Well, the banks have campaigned for a bailout. While our homes are foreclosed and they kick us out. Who'd have thought the greedy? At 560 WQM. Now, one of the words that you never hear, and you won't ever hear it on TV, while all these talking heads are analyzing the primary election results and they're uh, emoting and uh, whatever, redneck. Okay, right. You won't hear that. Sure. Now, I've always told you this, and people laugh at me when I say it, but I've been around the country. Once you get south of New York City, with the exception of Philadelphia on the East Coast, if you draw a line under New York State, and believe me, western, upstate New York, is uh, a lot of rednecks, farmers. Height. Right. And then you go, you cut across Michigan. And by the way, she's, you know, really cracks me up. I don't know why the Obama people didn't go ahead and come up and try to help find some solution to make Michigan have a revote. Do you know how many black people there are in Detroit? I don't know, a couple. About 80 trillion. And Grand Rapids and Flint and Saginaw. The demographic isn't that old, old, rednecky Pennsylvania demographic like Florida. The only state in the country that's older than Pennsylvania is Florida. 
the demographic, the median demographic in Florida is death plus 10. But so you can cut across Michigan, and, and, and once you get south of those states, it's all rednecks. Right. Indiana, I'm worried about that, even though he's five points ahead in Indiana. Now, North Carolina, which you know better than I do, he's mm-hmm. about 20 points ahead. Right. There's a lot of dark folks in North Carolina. And, and more uh, liberals than you think. Yeah, well, they got Charlotte, which they're, is a liberal city hidden. for a rednecky right. state, right? And a lot of college students. Right. Now, what's the deal with the Catholics? What, what's the big attraction with her on the Catholics? She got uh, 78% of the Catholic vote. I don't know. Are Catholics necessarily inherently racist? Is that what it's all about? Well, they're inherently a lot of things. No, no, seriously, what is it? What is that all about? She got 55% of the Jewish vote in Pennsylvania. He got 45. What's that about? And I'm sure. Uh, what? What's that about? What's that about? That's because she wants to blow up Iran. Oh, 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 yeah. That's the Israel Furster crowd, the Jew Lieberman crowd. He won the Protestant vote. He got 53%. That, as far as the religious breakdown, that was the only one he won. Protestants. Weren't you aware of this yesterday when you were evaluating the primary results? Oh, yeah, man, I was slicing well, and dicing What were you talking about? Yesterday? Yeah. Quinn. What? Chicks. Music. Things to do. Drugs. Haircuts. Things like that. Haircuts? Yeah. I think I'm going to get my razor and shave my head on the air. I'm not really due for it yet. <laughs> What? Well, maybe you open my ears up. Boy. I feel, I feel like I'm doing a show from inside of a, a vacuum. Cube! Yeah. My ears are just plugged tight, and my sinuses are... And I've taken everything but the kitchen sink, you know? I'll take that. I, I've done it all. Tea? Have some hot tea. I don't want any tea. I had I tea on Monday. Wine. You saw how much good that did. Take your tea and just shove it. Hot tea, my ass. Yeah, that'll it'll be good there too. Yeah, I'll have a hot tea enema. enema. Oh yeah, blueberry uh, uh-huh. tea enema. Clean you right out. I get the long Chew. out. I'm sweating a little bit. This is good though. It's bad because if I would have like stayed in bed, I'd still be feeling really logy, you know. Mm-hmm. Sitting here now and pretending to be doing a show, I feel like really low crap. Okay, let's get back to this uh, survey about uh, how we lost all our ethnics now in the last eight years. Now, have you discussed this with anybody? I mean, when you had your big meeting with Joe Bell? (laughs) (laughs) No, the the sad part of it is that they're oblivious. I mean, there's all this research we get, like from Arbitron and whatever, and and they they live in a vacuum, I think. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm sure they have a lot of meetings about it, you know. Oh, gee, what happened to our younger demographics? What happened? What have meetings about that? What do they have meetings about? Hey, did you see the game? Did you see the one guy throw the ball oh, to the other guy? That the crap, that's what they talk about. Screw that crap. Oh, that's it. What's that schedule look like today? Oh, we got the jerk show at Turnberry. Must be some more golf crap. Well, that's the LPGA, right? Yes. Real crap. Four to six fifty. It's the Mad Dog. Because then we got those ten minutes of spots with the Jesse Agler before the Marlin game. Hurricane Hotline, 7 to 8. High School Gridiron Report, 8 to 9. And then the DA show has to follow those two hours, 9 to midnight. Poor DA. I feel so bad for him. He's a good guy. He's a good broadcaster. And he's got to follow that crap every night, especially on Thursday. High School Gridiron Report. God. So what was that movie I was telling you about? She's uh, one of the guys? Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's the man. The she's the guy. She's the. I'll look it up. 
Joyce Heiser is the chick's name. Anyway, it was on again yesterday movies. afternoon. Paco made me watch it, and it's uh, I've seen it before. That's cute. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Get to see and I was surprised if I actually saw that at IOD when we were over there, or whenever it was we saw it, mm-hmm. that I wasn't raving about the two guys in there. My God. Oh. I could watch that movie all day long. Me too. Not her. She's she's cute. Whether, whether she was as a boy or a girl, she was marginal. She was a marginal boy and a much less... She was okay as a girl. Yeah, exactly. And what was the point of the whole thing? I never did get that. Well, when she dressed sell some tickets. She wanted to get into this other school, but um, she couldn't get in there as a girl. I'll tell you one thing. That one guy that she was rooming with, I wouldn't mind being his roommate. I'll bet. Wouldn't have needed that second bed, I'll tell you that. God. Wow. Woo! So hot. My TV almost melted. That's how hot it was. Not that he's in the same category with Stephen Strait, but then again, who is? Did we ever have any facts or anything about I mean, uh, one of these days, George and I are going to work together to get that router hooked up. We're going to That's right. One of these days. What? Just one of the guys, by the way, is the name of it. Oh. No, that's not what it's called. Trust me. She's just one of the guys? Just one of the guys. Ah, uh, she's? No. That's a no. different movie. What? What's a different movie? There's uh, She's the Man is another movie along this with the, kind of the same plot. Maybe that's the one. I doubt it. It was She's something. She's all that? Anyway, getting back to the poll, you're such a... Uh-huh. Yeah, you are. Uh-huh. 2,044 votes. We need 23 more to match the 2067 we had eight years ago. Now, how many days did we leave this poll up the first time? Does Eric know that? Uh, I don't know. I'm... What? We can ask. Yeah, why don't you ask? Ask Eric. Hey, Eric, pretty please, how many days was this poll up the first time eight years ago? Because today is the third day, right? We had it on Tuesday? Right. And I was sick yesterday. I'm still sick, but I'm here because I'm a trooper. And because I don't like the way that they, oh, gee, is Neil okay now? Or is he having another nervous breakdown? Or is Neil screwing off today? Is he out at Woodbine? Yeah. I have such a great record of showing up over all these years. You know, I have a tremendous, mm-hmm. what do they call that? Attendance record. There you go. I do. And, and yet I always feel guilty, like like yesterday. I mean, I called you and I said, you're on. I mean, I, I could barely even You can barely talk. Right. And today it's marginally better. I think I sound okay. You sound fine. A little hoarse. A little stuffy. Sweaty. Yeah? Ooh. Back of the neck. And also under my boobies. Sweat. Ooh. Boy, that'll happen. Can you imagine a, one of those big fat shut-ins with a huge oh, boobies? <laughs> Can you imagine the amount of sweat under those boobies? Can you imagine what that smells I'm like? I'm trying not to. Maybe that's why they all have to get real drunk in those trailers so that they can, you know, they can be oblivious and ignore. Oblivious to everything. The aroma. Yeah. The dishes in the sink. Rednecks. That's Kids. what I'm telling you, man. Crying. Nobody counts the redneck factor in these elections. Right. And if you think rednecks are going to vote for the black guy, you're dreaming. From the 26th to the 31st, it was over a weekend. Oh, my God. For five days? That's what he says. Six days? And we're only doing the third day today, and we're already going to top it. I think, I think our audience is growing by leaps and bounds. And we're getting rid of all those foreigners. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I, I'll give you the numbers when we get, you know, when we're going to change it. We got 2,045. We need 22 more to. Well, we'll get 23 just so we break it. Was that a whole week? That's what he says. God Almighty, I thought we were desperate now. Biggest names. The best talent. No, we're not. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. For some food, buying groceries never felt so good. Too bad I didn't know my credit was waxed. Store security was breached and their database got hacked. C-R-A-P, that spells me. My credit is crap.com, baby. I'm as screwed as I can be. Thought about killing myself, maybe. Now instead of eating good and getting fat. My identity was stolen and now my life is just crap. C-R-A-P, that spells me. My credit is crap.com, baby. 10.32 at QAM on a great Thursday. And today is our two-for-one deal at noon. Woo! It's the Neil deal. We had a little uh, confusion about that. But then again, we don't have any traffic department. We don't have, any, we don't have any, anything. Because it's bare-bones radio, baby. They are making cutbacks. But you know something? That's not just the Beasley's. That's industry-wide. CBS is laying off all these people. All across radio and TV, they're getting ready for the big depression. Have you noticed that? Well, that's depressing. So when you sit down with Jolly Joe, tell him, oh, please, master, please, just, uh, you know, give me five bucks a week. Now, are you really going to ever have that meeting or see a uh, I, I don't know. Well, why don't you go chase him down? Yeah, right. Say, hey, well, let's do lunch, baby. And don't call him fat-ass Jolly Joe, okay? Never did. He'll take that from me, but he won't take it from you. That, that's what Norma said. Yeah. No, well, he did. He said, I can rip them all I want because we have this long-standing 800-year uh, relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. He's used to my ripping my ass, which he roundly deserves. But when you do it, he, he don't like it. Oh. When a punk like you rips a queen like Norma, you got some freaking nerve, mister. Uh-huh. Well, he's done all these things for you for pro bono, you know. Uh-huh. And for chicken neck, what did chicken neck ever give him? You ever give him any money? Hello? Yeah. Did he ever give him a dime? No, he'd have to have a dime to give him, I imagine. Are you going to start whining again? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Now that I've gotten him all taken care of, I think he's the only happy, you know, he's the only one that's uh, coming out smelling like a uh, tulip. Yeah. You ever see the tulips in Amsterdam? No. The tulipin? 2051, I'm, I'm hoping we get to that 2068. That'll be a real feather in our cap. That would mean that we actually... Well, what does it really mean at all? Nothing. In addition, which probably in eight years, wouldn't you think a lot more people have computers now? I imagine they would. Aha. Uh-huh. Doesn't everybody? Aha. Uh-huh. So, where's the comparison there? I don't get it. You don't get what? The comparison. No, what I'm trying to say is that if a lot more people have computers, the fact that we've got... As many votes in three days as we did in a week doesn't mean all that much. Because back eight years ago, there were a lot of people listening to us who didn't have no computer. This is true. Except all the ethnics. Now, maybe all the ethnic people had to sell their computers in order to, like, uh, buy drugs or whatever, you know. Because they're all gone. we got 21 Chinamen, though. It's a lot better than six. What happened to my Chinamen? I don't know. Maybe they went back. Japanese were doing good. We have 14 Japanese. First time, we only had 10. So we picked up four Japanese. Never pick up four Japanese? No, man. I never picked up one. No. I'd like to. Well, I don't know. 
Where the hell did I see a guy? Always oh, in the uh, one of the strip shopping centers yesterday. There was a guy, and, and again, not positive, but he looked Japanese. And he looked really good, too. I mean, really, really good. Now, maybe he was Korean, although I don't think so. You ever see a good-looking Korean? He could have been Filipino. I don't know. I don't, yes, I, don't know I, Filipino I have, is. as a matter of fact. Seen good-looking Koreans. Oh. It could have been uh, Filipino. Now, the Filipinos, some of them are really um, good. Oh, well, that's all, yeah, well, okay. all the know. guys. What? I thought you were going to say good-looking or bad. I've, uh, some of them are good-looking. I found them Filipino. to be hit or miss, but, uh, you know, ain't that the case with most people? Yeah. I think it's safe to say that in every category, there are really beautiful people. Sure. Every country, there are really, every city, mm -hmm. except maybe, I don't know, Margate. What? I haven't done an exhaustive search. Sunrise Lakes. I mean, if you think beautiful people all have, you know, false teeth and all gum their food. Yeah, the thing about the old women, man, it just frosts my fat ass. Hillary and the old bitches. And the interesting part of it is among 18, like, to 45, he did great. He kicked her ass. But there are only, like, 50 of those people in the whole state of Pennsylvania. Now go to school. All the rest of them are, like, 90-plus. Uh, did you see the demographics they were showing? No. Of the people that voted, and of course those are the people that do turn out to vote. You know that. Right. Like in Dade County, the old Cubans, especially sure. the women. They show up like like it's a religion. Communista, communista. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. 2054, baby. Chris is getting, he's getting on the edge of a uh, nervous breakdown now. Yeah, what was the number that uh, it was last time? 2067. Okay. Keep an eye on it, and let me know when we get near it. All right, 11 more. Speaking of numbers, oh, here he goes with the freaking numbers again. Hey, listen, I, don't let me exert a whole lot of energy. Okay. I'll be out sick the Calm rest down. of the week, which is only Play some nice, long bits. No, I'm not playing nice, long bits. I'm trying to do a show here today. I don't want to, like, slack off. You said slack, right? President Bush has set a record he presumably preferred to avoid. The highest disapproval rating of any president in the 70-year history of the Gallup poll. Oh! In the USA Today, Gallup poll taken this past weekend, Friday through Sunday, 28% of Americans approve of the job Bush is doing, 69% disapprove. If that's the case, then how come McCain is doing so well against both Bush and Obama, against uh, Swillery, whatever her name is? Because he, he just promises another four or eight years more of Bush. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Although he's actually crazier than Bush, if that's possible. Not dumber, but just crazier. Right. Which is kind of scarier, if you ask Yes. Me. The approval rating matches the low point of his presidency, and the disapproval sets a new high for any president since Franklin Roosevelt. The previous record of 67% was reached by Harry Truman in 52 when the U.S. was enmeshed in the Korean War. Bush's rating has worsened amid collapsing optimism about the economy, said Charles Franklin, a political scientist at the University of Wisconsin-Madison who studies presidential approval. Record gas prices. Thank you very much, Mr. President. That, that kid that called in that day. Mm-hmm. He needs to be horsewhipped. I'd like to find his ass and just tie him up to a tree outside the studio there, outside the building, and invite the whole audience to come by and just whip his ass. That'd be fun. Thank money. you, Mr. President, for the low gas prices. <laughs> Schmuck. Bush also holds the record for the other extreme, the highest approval rating of any president in Gallup's history. In September 2001, the days after 9-11, his approval spiked to 90%. That was like a sympathy vote. Right. In another record, the percentage of Americans who say the invasion of Iraq was a mistake reached a new high, 63% in the latest poll. 
And Rick Sanchez is asking, oh, do you think it was a good idea? Ho, ho, you think it was a good idea? The fact that he's on there, the fact that they put him on the air, that tells you don't ever watch CNN. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Assessments of Bush's presidency are harsh. Good. By 69 to 27%, those polls say Bush's tenure in general has been a failure, not a success. Oh, it sucked all right. Bush has had dismal ratings for most of his second term. His approval rating hasn't reached as high as 50% since May of 2005. Views of Bush divide sharply along party lines. Among Republicans, 66% approve and only 32% disapprove. Uh, among Democrats, 91% disapprove. Independents, 72% disapprove. And, of course, Obama's the one to get all those independent voters. Not Swillery. In the general election. They couldn't mm -hmm. vote in Pennsylvania, by the way, the independents. Are you aware of that? I am. That's why she won by nine and a half points. Not ten, not double digits, 9.4 to be exact. You round it off, it's nine. Not, you know, not that it makes a big difference, but it's just another lie. Just like Bubba never said that thing about they played the race card in South Carolina. Right. Liar. Liar. As soon as he starts pointing that finger, mm -hmm. and his nose starts growing like Pinocchio, you know there's a big, fat lie coming from Bubba. I did not have sex with that woman, Miss Fadinsky. What a pig. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, here's the president. Can he do better than that? You know he can. I grant you he's married to a, to a dyke, but, I mean, can't you do better than that, Bubba? That fat cow? God. 10.42 at QAM. Wonderful. Randall Simmons is a real Geico customer, not a paid celebrity. So to help us tell his story, we hired an actual celebrity. Barack Obama's pastor, Jeremiah Wright. I was in my car headed out on a date when I had my accident. Accident? It was no accident. Not if you're a black man in this country. I called Geico, and right from the start, I couldn't believe how helpful they were. Oh, yes, they want you to believe, but I never believe the white man. Oh, no. Geico got me a loaner car and actually called ahead to the restaurant and explained why I was late. Well, I'm still waiting on an explanation. An explanation of how come racism in this country still exists. An explanation of how a black man has never been president. Cannot get an amen. Geico. Real service, real savings, real insane celebrities. And what about that uh, preacher that McCain's uh, cozying up with, his buddy, Hagee? That's right. Nobody talks about him. Yeah, almost nobody. Uh, finally started to mention that because it's so embarrassing and because he keeps saying the same crap about New Orleans deserves Katrina because it's a city of sin and they're gonna have, they were going to have a gay pride parade. And as a result, the Lord, Lord sent that uh, Katrina right after their ass. All these crazy preachers, man. Good lesson for all you kids out there. Stay away from crazy preachers and priests, of course. Oh, yeah. Unless you enjoy that sort of thing. Celebrity death. Never heard of her. Joy Page. Never heard of her. Oh. Let me look around. Stepped out of Warner Brothers Studio Chief. Now, the, uh, according to um, Felix the Cat, uh, Sean, on MySpace, he said the level on the um, streaming is very low today. Okay. Now, is that because I'm not speaking loud enough or what? No, no. I had nothing to do with that. Well, what is it? Must be them. Must be who? You know, the Internet. Get out of here, Meg. I think it's you. I think you're not feeding it. We have nothing to do with that. What? We have nothing to do with that. 
we have nothing to do with it? Nope. Well, sorry, Sean, we have nothing to do with it, okay? We can't do anything about it. In addition to which, even if we could, we don't want to. Yeah. We don't care. We just want to get through the four hours. I want to get through the four hours and go back to bed and just sweat this thing out and get rid right. of it and wake up and feel like, oh, like a brand-new child, man. Joy Page, stepdaughter of Warner Brothers Studio Chief Jack Warner, who earned her place in film history playing the dark-haired young Bulgarian newlywed in Casablanca, has died since he was 83. Now you know who it was? Nope. No. I mean, I just looked her up and uh, found out that. That same thing there. She died of complications from a stroke and pneumonia Friday. Maybe I have pneumonia. Well, that could be. No, get out of here. Get out of here, Meg. <laughs> if I had pneumonia, I'd have chills and fever. Right. Huh? I don't know. I don't know what pneumonia looks like. What it looks like? Feels like, sounds like, any of these things. The actress was a 17-year-old Beverly Hills High School senior when she landed the role of Anina Randell in Casablanca. A classic 42 film starring Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman, and Paul Heinride. Henride, whatever his name was. Highly overrated, by the way. You must remember this. Any movie that Humphrey Bogart was in always gets rave reviews, and it, you know, and some of them were very good, and some of them sucked. Kane Mutiny was much better in Casablanca. I agree. And that's because what's his name was that? Francis um, Robert Francis. Okay. God, he's dead. I told you that. Right. He was so pretty that it was almost illegal, Robert Frank. Do you remember? Who, and he was really, the, the story was really about him. His character was like the central character of the movie. Right. So you know who I'm talking about? Yep. Willie. Isn't that his name? I've seen it like three, four times, that movie. I get the Willies just thinking about it. Hey, Robert, I bet you don't look too good now, though. Can you imagine what it, well, I, I don't know if they do a real good job with um, embalming people. Yeah, who knows? Dig well, him stop up. It. Huh? Dig him up and take a look. Oh, I don't want to look at him now. Oh, my God. Poke him with a stick. He might actually still look pretty good. He was very young when he died. Well, at least he can't run away. That's what the hunchback of Notre Dame said. And I think I'm very, you know, right in his category. Well, I don't want to read any more about this because nobody knows who she was. Right. Well, there you go. She's dead anyway. She was 83. That's not so bad. Unless you're 82. 2,063 votes on the survey. We're getting very, right on the precipice of a major breakthrough here, Chris. Yes, we are. Do you believe me? Yes, of course. No. Let's see. 2063. Like I said, we need five more to break the first one, which was on there for a whole week. Well, like I said, that was eight years ago, and now, uh, how, what, what percentage would you say, like, three times as many people have computers now as did back then? Easy. Five times as many? That's like So we should have 10,000 votes. So maybe we ought to leave it up to the whole week and see if we can get 10,000. All right. Not. <laughs> not. <laughs> should make it easy. We, that, that would be the whole audience. Remember when the queue used to be like 150,000, 160,000? Uh-huh. Yeah, they good old like Now it's like 50 people. Boy, I'm sweating. Not well, good. good. No, it's good. Is that, is that good? Yeah, it is. Why? Well, I mean, you're fever's, out. fever's breaking, for one thing. I don't have a fever. For the not anymore, you don't. Doctor. 2063. Well, stuck right there. I bet you once we get past the top of the hour, we'll um, break it all down. And then we can mix and match all the numbers. 
and see all those ethnics that we lost in eight years. Boy, that's sad. Makes me want to cry. You know what makes me really want to cry is this story. Okay. I, this, this is enough to make me want to come back down there. and in, not, not that they need me. I'm sure the ACLU will inter- intervene. One more. And Huh? One more. Will you shut up? Florida drivers can order more than 100 specially licensed plates celebrating everything from manatees to the Miami Heat. But one now under consideration would be the first in the nation to explicitly promote a specific religion. The Goyim just won't stop, man. The Goyim won't stop. The Florida legislature is considering a specialty plate with a design that includes a Christian cross, a stained glass window, and the words, I believe. Oh, 2067. Great. One more. Representative Edward Bullard, the plate sponsor, said people who believe in their college or university or believe in their football team already have license plates they can buy. There's no constitutional guarantee of separation of football team and state or college or university and state. 68. All right. Print it out. Get over it. I think you're confusing the movie, by the way. I'm not. I just uh, researched. Although I'll send you the link, and you can verify if these are the people that um, that you were looking at, but I'm pretty sure. Believe me, I know the people I was looking at. I will send you the link. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm voting. I, I should have voted for Curry. The new poll is up. Which of these makes you fart the worst? Now, does that mean, Sam, I'm not really understanding. It's a good poll, but does that mean make you fart a lot or make you, your fart smell the worst? E- either or. What, oh, either take, or? Take your pick. How about curry, man? All the Punjab, man, they eat curry. Representative Edward Bullard said, well, if the plate is approved, Florida would become the first state to have a license plate featuring a religious symbol that's not part of a college logo. Approval would almost certainly face a court challenge. You bet. You bet your sweet effing ass. The problem with the state manufacturing the plate is that it sends a message that Florida is essentially a Christian state, and second, gives the appearance that the state is endorsing a particular religious preference at Howard Simon, executive director of the ACLU. See what I tell you about them. Mm-hmm. The I Believe license plate still has a way to go before it reaches the roads. The proposal is part of a package of license plates being debated in the Senate, ready for the floor vote. In the House, a bill that would authorize the plate is passed one committee, eight to two. The legislature's annual session ends May 2th. Some lawmakers say the state should be careful. Representative Kelly Skidmore says she's a Roman Catholic and goes to Mass on Sundays, but she believes the I Believe plate is inappropriate for the government to produce. Amen. It's not a road I want to go down. I don't want to see the Star of David next. I don't want to see a Torah next. None of that stuff is appropriate to me, said Skidmore, a Democrat who voted against the plate committee. I just believe that. I believe. One plate approved in 2004 displaying the motto, Family First, Funds Sheridan House, which provides family programs, but also sees as its purpose sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Bible, and information about the Christian faith. This state, man, this state of Florida, a bunch of Bible-thumping goyim is what it's all about. God. Your people taste all the Jews out. This is your brain. Any questions? That sounds good. Well, it's a little bit too low. Well, the audio is too low. Uh, can you bring it up a little, a little bit? 
piece of crap you ever heard of me, dude. I landed a two to four times while with Mama broadcast experience with my little thing. Let's just say I'm the grand bag of sport hole radio. Nightly around the detached reality of the Jack Show. Three at five sixty WQAM. He ain't making fun of jerks now, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh, good. Okay, the new poll is up there. Here, here's the deal. I don't want to read all these numbers, but, but I probably will anyway. Kill some good time. Show enough. What? Huh? Which are you? And then we got this whole ethnic thing. Now we had 2067 eight years ago in the first poll. We got 2068 now. But, now that may sound like, wow, it's pretty good. Not. White, 70.4% of the audience is non-Hispanic white. 1,457. Uh, that's a lot more than we did the first time. 1,337. 64.6. So we went up about six points in non-Hispanic white. Nothing wrong with white people. Nope. Cubans, now this is interesting. The first time, eight years ago, we had 178. Now we got 184. We picked up six Cubans on a raft. Incredible? Not incredible. Yeah, it is. Not that significant a difference. No, but it's almost exactly the same number. That's what I mean. Well, that's not good. Brazilian, we had, uh, I mean, it just, it's, it makes me sick. I'm not going to read the ones from eight years ago, okay? Because we lost all the ethnics. Other 100, other Hispanic 63, like Guatemalan and um, Costa, Costa Rican. Uh, African American 59, Native American 25, Haitian 24 man, Puerto Rican 22, Chinese only 21 Chinese man, as opposed to 68 eight years ago. We lost 67 Chinese man. You must have chased them away. Jamaican 19, Colombian 18, Middle Eastern 14, terrorists. Japanese 14. That's an increase of four over last time. That's because George keeps sucking up to the Japanese. Right. Other Asian 13, Brazilian 12, a big drop-off from 86 to 12. Solamente 12. Mexican 12 and Nicaraguan 11. That's what we got, 2068. Did it prove anything? Yeah, it proved that we lost all our ethnic people. A lot of them. Most of them. They all famoused. Not good. Not good, Jolly Joe, but then again, you know, they don't. What does that have to do with the ball game? You know, what does that have to do with the Marlins are on fire? What does that have to do with, the, you know, the draft, the freaking draft? And that, that thing that we're running about the, the draft, that, that is, 
It's unspeakable is what it it's, is. Uh, it's hysterical. It's high comedy. Like, like the voice of God talking about the NFL That's draft. Right. Nothing else again, matters. The kid that they, they drafted the other day, he is so freaking ugly. Well, I don't think they're drafting on looks. So. But you know something? Is it is possible they ever got somebody on the team who looked like a human being? Would that be a good start? What does it matter? They're wearing it, it doesn't matter. It's a, you know, obviously, you want to draft the best players, but is it like, like with Brady Quinn? I mean, does anybody really think that John Beck is the future of that team? I, I'm real happy. Jason Taylor looks like a uh, normal guy. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, in fact, uh, there's a big article today. They ought to trade his ass in the Herald. I forgot who wrote it. Trade him. You want me to tell you who wrote it? Sure. Ethan Skolnick, I believe. Then that's not the Herald. With a smelly uh, bowel movement. Well, one or, one or whatever the hell it is. I'll find it. I'll find it. Sun Sentinel? Yeah, that would be him. And if you'd okay, like, I can, play that, uh, I can play the draft ID if you want instead. No. You sure? Positive. It's only like 25 seconds long. Ethan Skolnick, it's time to trade Jason Taylor. Now, is that the one with the really bad smelly bowel movements, Ethan J. Skolnick? Yeah, that's the one that uh, is best buddies with Bo. That's the one that Bo Camper was sucking up to all the time. Oh, my God. See, here they have a lot of sports shows where they bring on the sports writers from, like, the Toronto Star and the Toronto Sun. But, but they're people don't know what they're talking about. They're entertaining. They're interesting. They have something to say. As opposed to bringing on all these losers and sucking up to them. Remember those days on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show? You remember those days? Nope. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I used to have a fit. I used to pitch a fit. Pinch a what? And this whole pitch an inch and this whole deal with Michael uh, Mayo and with, uh, what's his name? Ira, Ira Windbag. Oh, but Ira really knows his crap. Yeah, that's the word, all right. Crap. Yeah. All right, don't dwell on it. Let's look at the new poll here, shall we? Now that we got that other one out of the way. All I right. bet they're happy we finally wrapped that up. In 2068, I think that's the whole audience. What makes you fart the worst is our new poll. Well, it went up to 270, so we got a couple more people. Do you know something? Even when I'm not sick, you wear me out. I would have answered quicker, but I was You sick. wear me out. I just reached the point where I want to, like, put my head down like the bird, you know, on the table. Well, wait till just... two. Huh? Wait till two. I'm not going to do that. I had important things to do today. I know what they are, but like sleep. 49 votes on the new poll. What makes you fart the worst? We're not doing the best burger in town yet. We'll leave that up to Tootsie. I bet she's still doing it. Eggs 11, baked beans 10. Oh, an egg fart, man. Oh, yeah. Something special. Especially if you have, like, egg salad. I don't know what it is about egg salad. Ooh. You eat egg salad? Sure. I'd rather be dead than eat that crap. God, I'm not even big on chicken salad or tuna salad. I'm going to eat a sandwich. Give me a real a real sandwich for like a real man, like a Reuben. Ooh, those are good. Yeah. You know, the track it was really good, that Reuben I had. Eggs 11, baked beans 10, beer 8, sauerkraut 7, burrito 6, potato, uh, protein drinks 3, black beans 2, as opposed to baked beans. I didn't know we were going to make such a big deal. Why don't we have, like, lima beans? Put all the different beans on there. Mm. Lima beans. Ugh. Life cereal one. Well, well, what does that mean, life cereal? Maybe he's had experiences with it. Bad experiences. 
What is that all about? Why, why, why is Life Cereal all different from the rest? I, I don't know. Onions won. Cheerios won. Oh. Like I said, Sean, this was a great poll idea, but some of the crap that you put on here, my God. Cheerios. Why did Cheerios make you fart? I don't know. Why do they? I don't know. How about Frosted Flakes? I love those. Mm -hmm. Don't eat Get out of the box. Curry. No, no votes yet for curry. Hot wings. Souvlaki, which I'm sure nobody knows what that is. I don't. Sit-ups or MSG. Sit-ups make you fart. Well, yeah. Yeah, because you're pressing the gas. Mm -hmm. And thank you again, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. Wow. What a bargain. What a son of a bitch. What a butcher. What a murderer. Let's take a look at those financials right now. Okay? Uh-oh. The loonie's 98.37. That's not too bad. Under a buck. Euro, 156.69. Not too bad. That's the only good news. The bad news is coming into TSX. I see it's way down. Toronto Stock Exchange. And, of course, you know, it's always monkey see, monkey do. 166 down. Not good. Woof. That means the U.S. market has got to be, because it's almost always that way. Let me get over to uh, the gambling channel. Oil, $116.92 a barrel. What a bargain. Under 118. The Dow is down only 10 points. NASDAQ, 5.5, and, and the S&P is down 3. Rick Riley will be calling a little later with the up-to-the-minute stock reports. Ooh. Can't Fair wait. value. Oh. Some, some of these things make me just weak, especially when you're under the weather like I am now. Mm -hmm. And what, what does that mean, under the weather? Why do people say that? I don't know. It's one of those things. I'm under the weather. Sick. Not under the weather. Sick. Sick. Illin. I'd be illin, man. And I think during the break, I'm going to have to actually do a little Joyce. Yo, Jay. Call it. Yo, Jay. What? Choice starts with Jay. Oh, the movie, by the way, is um, You're Wrong. Okay. She's the man. Okay. I looked it up. Okay. So is that the movie you had in mind or not? No. So you're not even talking about the same movie? Well, you described, you said she she's one of the guys, so. She's the man. 2006. Never saw it. Well, look it up. Google it. I did. And? Never saw it. That's how I know I never saw it. Cause I looked well, it up. there you go. I'm aware of it. I don't think there's anything in there you get all excited about. Amanda Bynes. Who's that? The chick. Yeah, I know that. But who is she? Uh, some chick. She's the man. She's the guy. She's the bitch. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader.
1118 at QAM. And by the way, it's not the right title of the movie. It's She's the Man, not She's the Guy. She's the Man. Okay. With Channing Tatum. But nevertheless. I'm sure nobody ever saw it anyway. 2006, it's only two years ago. I never saw it. You didn't miss much. <laughs> this this fax you just sent me from Maroonie Dodge. Uh-huh. You don't want to be around me after I've had a big bowl of chili in big letters here. Big bowl of chili. Well, la-di-da. Put chili on there and also put dairy products. Yeah, good idea. That's right. If you're lactose dairy. intolerant. What? If you're lactose intolerant or, or not. Or not. Especially if you're intolerant. Right. Ooh. Like most of those old bitches in Pennsylvania. We don't want to vote for no Schwarzer. We don't even know what that means, but we don't want to vote for no Schwarzer. Okay. We like Swillery. She's one of us. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Uh, she's an old bag. That's right. Old bitch. I mean, it's been over for a long time, and they just, you know. Oh, but those people in Michigan that voted for me, that should count against none of the above. And the people in the media, they put that on the air, and they don't question it. <coughs> they don't analyze it. Boy. <coughs> I better take some more of my Domitap. Okay. Well, I'm, like I told you, I'm taking everything but the kitchen sink. Right, no, that's a good idea. It is? Yeah. I mean, that's how much of that can you take before you start, you know? Uh, until you, until you fall over, then that's enough. Oh. That could be soon. That's how you know you've had enough. <coughs> oh. <coughs> I'm done. Don't be done. Just about. Well, no, I was going to start reading this editorial from the New York Times yesterday, The Low Road to Victory. This is great. And, of course, keep in mind, in spite of what the talking heads tell you, oh, well, New York Times, they endorsed Hillary. Keep that in mind, okay? Okay. Oh, boy. The Low Road to Victory, editorial in yesterday's New York Times. I'll never, I'll never get through this. <coughs> what? No, nothing. I'm just telling. Don't what? <laughs> Don't croak? I'm not, I'm not, it's a cold, okay? I'm not in, the, in like, not intensive leprosy. care here. It's not pneumonia. Oh, look at that. Indiana. Low Pennsylvania, so she probably won't pick up any extra ground there. But a lot of the Democrats here consider themselves basically conservative, and that could disincline them to Obama's message of change. So what helps Obama? Well, there are fewer older people here per capita than in Pennsylvania. And since senior citizens tend to like Clinton, having less of them... Well, look at that. Only 12% 65 plus Indiana. Thank God. Indiana has dozens of well-regarded colleges and universities, Notre Dame, Purdue, among others, and the college kids tend to love Obama, rolling out really... Well, good. Let's have the election today and get it over with. The Pennsylvania campaign, the Times says, which produced yet another inconclusive result on Tuesday, was even meaner, more vacuous, more desperate, and more filled with pandering than the mean, vacuous, desperate Panderfield contest that preceded it. Voters are getting tired of it. It's demeaning the political process, and it doesn't work. It's past time for Senator Hillary Clinton to acknowledge that the negativity for which she is mostly responsible does nothing but harm to her, her opponent, her party, and the 2008 election. If nothing else, self-interest should push her in that direction. Mrs. Clinton didn't get the big win in Pennsylvania. She... <coughs> Uh-oh, he needed the Heimlich. 
she needed to challenge the calculus of the Democratic race. I'm going to be doing that all through all these stories. All right. It's all right. It is true that Senator Obama outspent her two to one, but Mrs. Clinton and her advisors should mainly blame themselves because, as the political operatives say, they went heavily negative. <coughs> and what if I do one word at a time? Okay. Ended up squandering a good part of what was once a 20-point lead. How long is this? Oh, I'll, I'll never get through it. I can play background music. <coughs> wow. This has been going on for two days. Coughing. and ha I better get my Dimetam. There you go. You think that'll do it? It'll help. So you don't want to drink that. <coughs> I'll be back. All right. Yo, Jay. Wait. I just had it on back. Before we get fit, fit it in. I'll be there. Although, there's a message here. You know what it is? You hear the body fall sound effect? Yeah, that's me. Is it still 911 in Canada? What? Is it still 911 in Canada? Like to have an ambulance sent to you? Yeah. Okay. It's just. <laughs> Kidding, man. Monk. <laughs> Concierge, go give him the Heimlich. Shut up. I'm never going to get through this. We might need to take the break early. And what's that going to do? Give you a chance to uh, drink some Dimetap. <coughs> you don't want I'm, to I'm not going to stop coughing. won't drink that tea like I told you. I beg your pardon? You won't drink that tea like I got like another like oxygen. Okay. You need a tank? <coughs> Boy. Like I said, this has not been good. No. I shouldn't have been working today. You should have said, oh, go back to bed, old man. Well, you weren't coughing up like that when uh, when I got here this morning. No, but that's because I've been talking now hour and a half. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I bet they're all gathered around the radio now, waiting Everybody. for me to croak on the air. It's a cold. Not the end of the world. It's just a freaking cold. Oh, my God. In other words, I'm dying over here. Eggs. Eggs. I almost Eggs 24. Baked beans 21. 105 votes on the new poll. I I'm serious. If I can make it till noon, that will be a miracle. So you better get some of your great A material ready. All right, I'll uh, cook something up. Because I'm, I'm giving it my best shot, but I don't think I can uh, you know, function. All right. But we'll, we'll see. All right. Let's take I'm, a break. I'm here. And when we come back, I'll be just like brand new. Okay. Beautiful. Not. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The Rogers guy. Jedis all around me. Everybody is broke. 
drowning. They got us by the throat. I'd like to do some driving, but can't afford to go. For the world's richest country, this depression blows. Do you think this could be it? Ooh, I've never uh, uh, encountered whooping cough before. Whoopee. That's a new huh? one. Yeah. Also known medically as pertussis is a highly contagious respiratory tract infection. Although it initially resembles an ordinary cold, whooping cough may eventually turn more serious, especially in infants. Wow. In its more advanced stages, it's marked by a symptom that gives the disease its name. A severe hacking cough followed by a high-pitched intake of breath that sounds like whoop. Well, oh. you're not doing that yet. No. Not yet. That sounds way better. Uh, what? That would sound way more fun. If you were whooping, whooping. Once you become infected with a bacterium that causes whooping cough, it takes a few days or to a few weeks oh. for signs and symptoms to appear. When they do, they're usually mild at first and resemble those of a common cold, such as runny nose, yes. Nasal congestion, yes. Sneezing, yes. Red watery eyes, yes. A mild fever, yes. Dry cough, yes. General feeling of being unwell and loss of appetite, yes. Wow. Oh, look on the bright side. You'll lose some weight. After a week or two, signs and symptoms become worse than usually include severe coughing attacks that bring up a thick phlegm. Not yet. <coughs> coughing attacks. Up to 15 coughs in a row that end with a high-pitched whoop sound as you gasp for air. Whoop. Fatigue from coughing so much. In adult, signs and symptoms of whooping cough may resemble those of bronchitis. A respiratory infection that causes a nagging cough may have heard it referred to as the 100-day cough. Wow. Well, you got 100 days to look forward to. Oh, of this? I'll jump off the patio. So. I'm not going to 100 days more of this. And what did you just fax me now? Just a uh, fax. 
I think it's a request, if I recall. Joe says, how's the weather in Canada? It's beautiful. It's sunny. It's uh, 72. My daughters are skipping school today by participating in taking daughter to work and listening to Neil God Day. Oh, great. They enjoy the burping and coughing, and if it were Joyce, they would also enjoy the corduroy rubbing noises. Oh. The sound of corduroy pants and the two pant legs oh, rubbing yeah. together? Didn't play that. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. We're Monty Python fans. We'd like to hear Eric Idle singing Always Look at the Bright Side of Life, which we need to hear during the days of Bush ruining our country. Have a nice day, Joe. Thank you, Joe. <clears throat> I'm not having a nice day, though. I'm having a sick day. It's all right. But tomorrow I'll be just like brand new. Or? Or dead. Now, can I get back to the New York Times, the lower to victory? I think you should. The editorial? I, well, I don't know if I'll finish it or not. Yeah, you might be allergic to it. I, I think I'm done with that fit. But but it, basically what it is, it's uh, like a nasal drip. Yeah, post-nasal drip. Uh, it's a <clears throat> it goes along with this cold, and it drips right. into your throat, and that's when you start. Because I'm not coughing up like phlegm. Right. Like big, copious amounts of big, mm. oozing, goopy yeah. phlegm. Right. Which is unfortunate, because that's usually a good sign. Right. On the seat of the crucial primary, Mrs. Clinton became the first Democratic candidate to wave a bloody shirt of 9-11. A Clinton TV ad torn right from the Karl Rove playbook evoked the 1929 stock market crash, Pearl Harbor, the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Cold War, and the 9-11 attacks, complete with a video of Osama bin Laden. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen, the narrator intoned. If that was supposed to bolster Mrs. Clinton's argument that she's better prepared to be president in a dangerous world, she sent the opposite message on Tuesday morning by declaring in an interview on ABC News that if Iran attacked Israel while she were president, we would be able to totally obliterate them. By staying on the attack and not engaging Obama on the substance of issues like terrorism in the economy and how to organize an orderly exit from Iraq, Mrs. Clinton does more than just turn off voters who don't like negative campaigning. She undercuts the rationale for her candidacy that led this page and others to support her that she's more qualified right now to be president than Mr. Obama. Mr. Obama's not blameless when it comes to the negative and vapid nature of this campaign. He's increasingly rising to Mrs. Clinton's bait, undercutting his own claims that he's offering a higher, more inclusive form of politics. When she criticized his comments about bitter voters, Mr. Obama mocked her as Annie and Annie Oakley wannabe. All that does is remind Americans who are on the fence about his relative youth and inexperience. No matter what the high-priced political operatives from both camps may think, it is not a disadvantage that Mr. Obama and Mrs. Clinton share many of the same essential values and sensible policy prescriptions. <clears throat> it is their strength, and they're doing their best to make voters forget it. And if they think that only Democrats are paying attention to this spectacle, they're wrong. After seven years of George W. Bush's failed with us or against this presidency, all American voters deserve to hear a nuanced debate right now and through the general campaign about how each candidate will combat terrorism, protect civil liberties, address the housing crisis, and end the war in Iraq. It's getting to be time for the superdelegates to do what the Democrats had in mind when they created superdelegates, settle a bloody race that can't be won at the ballot box. Mrs. Clinton once had a big lead among the party elders, but has steadily been losing it, in large part because of her negative campaign. If she's ever to have hope of persuading those most loyal Democrats to come back to her side, let alone win over the larger body of voters, she has to call off the dogs. And yes, well, who let the dogs out? Huh? <laughs> Ooh, ooh, yeah. Maybe one of my ears will open up. I don't think so. Ooh, that'd be good. It'll open up in the shower. Ooh, there you go. During the break, take a shower. I could. I could, hot, I could hot use shower. That. Yeah. A real yeah. steamy hot no, shower. I'm serious. And I could fart in the shower. Ooh. What? No, nothing. I forgot all about that special treat. How could you forget about that? The farting in the shower? Well, because I haven't done it in a while. You're right. 
Don't tell Joyce that, though. She'll get all no, down I know. She, she doesn't believe in farts. Bitch. I wonder if Joyce ever farted. You know she has. Maybe that's why she has such a problem. Yeah, I know Jolly Joe Bell must fart a lot. Oh, by the way, speaking of him, big uh, ass like that, my God. Next Wednesday. What? My big meeting. We're eating and meeting. Are you serious? Yeah, got an email. Next Wednesday at what time? Two o'clock? Durish. After the show. And you're going to go to lunch? Or something, yeah. Wow. You know, you can always, always have a wireless mic. What? You can always have a wireless mic and do it during the show? Yeah, there you go. Remember what I said about him? He wears uh, me out. He just wears me out. That's okay, though. You can only endure so much idiocy, and then it's just, you just, no, you can't handle it anymore. It's all good. Come on. Have it. Endless just wears you out. You realize we're only 20 minutes or so away from our Neil deal at noon? I can't wait. I'm hollishing over and aren't here. Aren't you pleased that I made a great recovery there? And I, I, I'm not talking as well now because I got mung in my throat. Uh, I know you don't like the idea, but I'm, I'm begging you to drink some tea. Choke For it, what? Choke it down because it'll clear the mung out of your head and your. Throat. No, it won't. All right. All right. I'll tell you. What, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go boil some tea right now just right. to make you happy. Okay. Okay. Thank it you. Sucks. But I know. I know. But All right. It works. Name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Me. Sports leader. Neil God. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. What could Obama possibly mean? I'm just dandy. Life is raining fortune on me. We're not bitter. Why be bitter? Life's just pink unicorns and candy. Just consider the great shape of our economy. Everything's great, so why should I care? I can't afford to drive down the street. They say Obama's not aware of all the money that's growing on trees. I'm not bitter. Who says I'm bitter? Why, everything here is just fine. And that's why, man, I want to commit suicide. Okay, it's 1144 QM. Don't I sound much better now? And that's because yeah, I drank some tea, yeah. Okay. I didn't drink it yet. Oh. I got it here, though. All right. It's all brewed. Even if you just like, like hold the cup and uh, and huff the steam, it'll help. Huff the steam? Yeah. Huff it and puff it. Yeah, huff this. That? Cran- Bigelow Cranberry Apple Herb Ooh, Tea. That actually sounds good. Ah, sans caffeine, no caffeine. Mmm. Cranberger et pommé. Mm-hmm. A delectable blend of cranberries and sweet apples. That'll make you a fart, big time. Real big time. So you're having a meeting with Jolly yeah. Joe on when? Next Wednesday. Wednesday, the 30th. By that time, I'll be all healed up. <clears throat> this tea isn't doing me a bit of good. Just uh, keep sipping it there. Yeah, sip this. It's so damn hot. Right. That's good. Ooh. I'm feeling better. Good, I'll tell you that. I'll bet. Because that whole bunch of Splenda that I jammed in there? Yeah. You like Splenda? Yes, I do. Splendid. Okay, now let's see if I'm going to recover now. That, that was a bad uh, bout, a bad hacking, and um, that, was, that was about as bad as I've ever had. Maybe it accomplished something, though. Maybe it got something up. Or what? Out. No, that, no, you don't understand. That's not going on. Oh, it's the uh, the dry cough, the uh, the post-nasal uh, Right, heat. that's right. 
The sinuses are dripping into my throat, and that's what causes the coughing. Don't you get it? I get it. And you're drinking the, uh, you're eating the Sinutabs or whatever, the Sinaid, the Sudafed, something? Yeah. Said, all right. And I'm sucking on these damn uh, Hull's uh, oxygens, which do nothing. Oh, I can breathe now. The Dristan opened my nose. Good. My ears are plugged. What? My ass is Rectum. plugged. Hmm. Got a cork in there from a bottle of wine. I see. Two vicious attacks aimed ads aimed at Senator Barack Obama and supporters have emerged in as many days, previewing what could become the most brutal onslaught from the Republicans and their allies in modern history. A third spot that appeared yesterday attacked Obama and his Democratic opponent, Swillery Clinton. The North Carolina Republican Party unveiled the ad yesterday that invokes the most incendiary comments from Obama's former minister, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright, and to attack two Democratic candidates for governor who have endorsed Obama for president. North Carolina holds its primary in two weeks. Two weeks from yesterday. Also yesterday, Floyd Brown, the conservative ad man who created the infamous Willie Horton ads in 1988 against Michael Dukakis, unveiled an ad accusing Obama and Clinton of wanting to raise taxes and it targeted Obama for supporting driver's licenses for undocumented immigrants. That spot came a day after Brown unveiled his first attack ad, which seemed to try to blame Obama for several gang-related murders in Chicago after he voted against a, proposed, a proposal to impose the death penalty for gang-related crimes. The ad quoted an editorial describing the murders as urban terrorism before displaying a picture of Ground Zero and questioning Obama's toughness in the war on terror. The narrator says the editorial demanded action on gang violence, but it was written more than three months after the bill it references, which was vetoed by the Illinois governor. Mm. Obama's campaign released this fact check discounting the ad's contentions. A press release announcing Brown's newest ad credited his first effort with delivering Pennsylvania to Clinton in Tuesday's primary, saying 7 million copies were distributed to political activists as of noon yesterday. The ad had been viewed just 25,000 times on YouTube. Time magazine called the links to the ads, tries to portray indirect and tenuous, and the Obama campaign that is garbage that represents everything the American people hate about politics. Brown also said he would run his ads in North Carolina. The state's GOP ad was the first televised effort to bring up Reverend Wright's comments, although right-wing ad makers have been salivating at the opportunity to exploit his statements since they first emerged last month. When are the Democrats' ads with the Reverend Haggis going to start showing up? What's his name? I don't know, but that's funny. Yeah, Haggis. Right. The Irish want to eat him. The Republican National Committee and Senator John McCain, the GOP presumptive nominee, both quickly denounced the North Carolina Party's efforts. On a landing strip near Inez, Kentucky, RNC Chairman Mike Duncan said he put a call in yesterday morning to the chairwoman of the North Carolina Republican Party. I left a voicemail encouraging her not to run the ad. He said, Katie Wright, I just farted real bad, by the way. Ooh. Oh, my God. I, the, the chair is, no, I don't eat eggs. I don't have eggs. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a cold fart. Ooh. They're, I mean, usually, they're usually hot. Well, it is hot. <laughs> I mean, from the cold. Oh. It's, a, it's a head cold fart. Oh, okay. And those are really incendiary. Ooh, yeah. The chair, I think the chair that I'm sitting on here is burning. Uh-oh, it's... Burning! Katie Wright, an RNC spokeswoman, elaborated, saying the National Party first learned the ad last night, the night before, and raised objections at a staff level. We didn't see it as helpful or appropriate, but they're an independent organization, she said, of the North Carolina State Party. Yeah, that's always the excuse, you know. A few minutes later, McCain himself weighed in. We asked them not to run it. I'm sending them an email as we speak, asking them to take it down, McCain said. There's no place for that kind of campaigning. Right. ABC reports the North Carolina Party has no real money behind the ad right now, but a YouTube version asked for donations of the party will assign Sue how widely to run the ad. 
Well, just what you'd expect from the right-wingers, man. <clears throat> smear and schmear and race-baiting and hate. Because it's the American effing way. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to survive that fart in the chair. Just Really? I think I burned a hole in the chair. Oh, no. Even Burning Randy rubber? never ruined a chair like that. Now, is it a leather chair or a fabric? No, it's a uh, fabric. Oh, okay. Leather. Well, I don't know. Well, it's good stuff, I'll tell you that. Good. Sounds good. But I don't know if it's going to help, though. Do I sound better? Yep. At least I'm not hacking and... Oh. That was bad. Every now and then that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, and last night, Larry King's mic was off in the middle of his uh, insipid show. His mic went out. And he's fumbling around. And he kept grabbing a cord for his uh, bag. Which I thought was pretty embarrassing. Yeah, must have smelled really good in that studio. Great. Well, that's because James Carville was there. You know, his behavior these oh, days. Yeah. It's enough to make anybody fart. In fact, we're not going to do it, but it is certainly a possibility. A James Carville fart. Did we put, like, veggies on there? Like broccoli and stuff like that? We ought to. I veggies. Mean, it's like cabbage or sauerkraut is on there. Oh! You just want that like a sauerkraut to make you fart your brains out. I sure wish I was in Berlin right now. Without this cold, reliving my experience from two summers ago during the Olympics. During the, uh, what was it? Was it the Olympics? Okay. If you say so. No, it was the World Cup. I'm sorry. All right. Well, whatever the hell it was. Crap. You know, soccer. Soccer crap. God. What makes you fart the worst is our poll. Baked beans, 37. Eggs, 29. Burrito, 18. Sauerkraut, 14. Beer, 14. Baked beans, 10. Onions, 8. Dairy products, 7. Chili, 5. Cheerios, 5. I don't understand the thing with the cereal. Do you? No, I mean, it doesn't have that effect on me, but maybe it does on uh, Sean since he yeah, made this poll. He's got a cereal problem. Protein drinks, four. Sit-ups, four. Life cereal, two. Hot wings, two. Curry, one. One for curry, man. We didn't put those people on our uh, ethnic survey, the injured people, did we? No, we did not. I don't think we did. Oh. Punjab, man. There were a lot of omissions. Whatever. Curry, one. And uh, one for MSG. None for veggies or souvlaki. What is with souvlaki? I, mean, I, I guess i got to look, look it up. Crap. That's right. He's a good guy, but he's always got to put some esoteric crap on there. And nobody has any idea what he's talking about. But, yeah, you know, it's there. It's just there. 166 votes on this poll. It's Greek. Oh, it's Greek? Yeah. That's right. Small pieces of uh, meat, meat and vegetables on a skewer. like a Vegetables on a skewer, a souvlaki? Meat and veggies on a skewer, like a shish kebab. Mm-hmm. And that makes you fart? So there you go. Apparently it makes Sean fart. Everything makes Sean fart. So it would seem. I wonder if this uh, tea is going to make me fart. It did a minute ago. Really? You think it was a tea? I'm, I must put a hole in the chair. I mean, it was uh, just like lightning. Lightning from my ass. Yeah, just like that. The rumble from down chair. under. Jackson, you, you could feel the protrusion Lot of that gaseous expulsion made in the chair. You can feel it. Right. Thunder from down under. Yeah. It's going around. The chocolate thunder from down under. Uh-huh. I bet it was. Oh, I hope not. Spin art. I'll let you know after the break. 
Okay, let, let's get serious now, okay? <laughs> no. Or no, no. I don't, okay. No, because I, I, I think I'm going to go Joyce during the break, so I don't have like a whole repetition of these. Okay. Well, good listen, with all, I've taken the whole damn medicine cabinet here, right. so no doubt that... I think that shower is a good idea. Take the tea in there with you. I, but in a couple of minutes, <laughs> I may have to whether I want to or not. All right. If you catch me. I do. I do catch your drift, and I'm glad you're in Toronto. Basic Instinct director Paul Verhoeven will publish a revisionist biography of Jesus in September, following more than 20 years of research. The Dutch filmmaker, who's had a lifelong ambition to make a film about Jesus based on scientific research, claims Jesus' father was probably a Roman soldier who raped Mary during the Jewish uprising in Galilee. He also claims that Christ was not betrayed by Judas Iscariot. It was Bill Richardson. Verhoeven decided to write the book to raise internet interest in his film project. His publisher, Amsterdam-based Mulanoff, is in negotiations for an English-language translation. Verhoeven, or June 70 in July, has been a regular attendee of U.S. scholar Robert W. Funk's Jesus Seminars, which question miracles and statements attributed to Jesus. How do you like that? Mary was raped right. in So he says. Right, if there ever was such a person. Oh, come on. I mean, I'm sure there was somebody named Mary. There always is somebody named Mary. That's it. Say. Mary Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Mary Jones. Mary, Mary Rabinowitz. Mary Juan. Mary Lipschitz. 11.56 at QM, we're going to be opening the store on WQM.com in just a couple minutes at noon. And this week, it's the fantastic Giovanni's Coal-Fired Pizza, recent winner of the Taste of Parkland that you can buy. It's how pizzas are supposed to taste. The huge coal-fired ovens are the secret. And Giovanni's turns out a beautiful pie each and every time with your choice of delicious toppings, like sausage, mushrooms, peppers, spinach, provolone, arugula, chopped clams. Giovanni's bakes a pie that comes out so fresh and so delicious, you won't believe it. And the ready pasta, salads, and famous grilled chicken wings will keep you coming back again and again. And Giovanni serves the biggest bowl of pasta imaginable. If you like wine, Giovanni's has got the most incredible selections from the inexpensive to the highest quality wines found anywhere. The chicken parm or meatball open face sandwiches can feed an army. They're so big. And you can dine inside or out in a beautiful fountain-filled plaza. Giovanni's is classy. It's fun. It's open every day, seven days a week for lunch, dinner, or late-night excitement. Log on at noon. That's about three and a half minutes from now to WQM.com, and you can buy. And by the way, get past that dolphin stuff uh, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Well, they got to make Talked it more difficult yesterday, for our yeah. people. You know, that's mm-hmm. Cordis. That's Cordis in those. I, sports I confronted him. Things. It wasn't his idea. I'm sure of that. He washed his hands of it like Pontius yeah. Pilate. Yeah, wash this, okay? That. You'll be able to buy a fifty dollars certificate for just twenty-five bucks to Giovanni's at noon. It's Giovanni's Coal Fire Pizza in Parkland. Mind you, my friends, and say hi to Petey Lenny too. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The fourth leader. Osama Bin Laden. And whenever I am in Miami, I listen to Neil Rogers for two hours. $3.37 
seven cents a gallon. Now that it's spring, I guess I'll ride my Schwinn. $3.37 a gallon. It'd be cheaper to fill my tank with gin. 3 at QAM. I'm going to tell you, if I would have had a microphone in the tea room, oh, yeah, yeah. Joyce would have died. She would have just died. Really? There were sounds that came from my body on that throne that I've never heard before in my life. I don't. Th- I think there were sounds that, in the history of the human race, had never been created. You should have recorded it just uh, oh, anyway. Yeah. Food's here, by the way, from Giovanni's. Oh, actually, I forgot all about it. Well, that's because I was in there. Busy, I didn't. You know? I was counting the minutes. Really? And? That's great. No, they got a bit spread. They got a couple of uh, different kind of salad things, a whole bunch of different gourmet pizzas, of course, the uh, the coal oven fired uh, pizzas. They got chicken parm subs, meatball parm. What's this kind of pizza I'm eating over here? What's that? Uh, that's the Caprice pizza. Caprice pizza with like tomatoes and fresh sliced mozzarella or something. And basil. Excellent. And basil. And then, of course, the good old fashioned pepperoni, which I can't get enough of. Okay, we got 80 left. We started with 100, we got 80 left. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound great. You're coughing, and I'm going to be talking with my mouth. That's all right. Hope you say hold up. $50 certificates for 25 bucks on WQM.com. Get by that dolphin thing there. Go to the bottom of the screen and click. Yeah. Off of this. We don't want to make things too easy for people on WQM.com. No, no, you got to have an 18-step process. Yeah. That's right. I bitched Cordis out about yes. He, he said, I got nothing to do with it. They made me do it. But isn't it slick? No. No, it's pretty embarrassing, as a matter of fact. It's like all those damn ads that pop up. Even the New York Times does that, too. Close this ad. Close it. Make it go away. I think this tea is helping a little bit. I told you. All right. I could be wrong. We'll see. We'll see how I do. A 21-year-old Harris County woman. What was that? Oh, Dallas. Filed a $200,000 lawsuit against American Airlines, alleging employees on a flight to Los Angeles from Dallas-Fort Worth Airport failed to protect her while she slept from another passenger who masturbated next to her and ejaculated in her hair. According to lawsuits... What? That's totally out of line. According to a lawsuit she filed last week in Tarrant County. The Harris County woman alleges employees knew the risks associated with failing to police the passengers to ensure that passengers don't hurt one another, the suit states. Airline officials didn't return calls seeking comment. In a statement to a Houston TV station last year, and here comes the coughing again. Uh-oh. <coughs> I'll join in, too. A spokesman said the company regretted the incident, but the flight crew took appropriate action. Mm-hmm. We still got 80 on that thing. What's going I on? I don't know. It's stuck. What? It's stuck. Beat on it. The woman in the couldn't be reached for comment. The Star Telegram doesn't identify victims of sexual crimes. Destined for a spring break visit with family and friends March 19, the woman flew from Houston to Dallas-Fort Worth Airport and settled into her seat for the last leg of a flight, 2074, Calais, about 11 p.m. The woman slept most of the flight, but awoke about 20 minutes before landing when the pilot announced the plane was on descent into L.A. When the woman opened her eyes, she saw that an unknown man had moved into the seat next to her and was staring at her as he masturbated, the suit states. 
The woman turned toward the window in embarrassment, and an act of nervousness began to run her fingers through her hair, where she noticed a substantial amount of an extremely sticky substance in her hair in the same space. The woman began to cry to get the and try to get the attention of the flight attendant, but was unsuccessful. Finally, a passenger in the row in front of the woman comforted her and verified the semen in her hair. How did he verify it? Visually, when the plane landed, employees called airport police and a man was arrested. The suit alleges that during the investigation, American Airlines poli told police they witnessed the man move from his assigned seat into the row where the woman was sleeping. The woman is seeking punitive damages and a jury trial. How do you like that? Yeah. Pretty good. I'm telling you. Now we're back up to 82. Well, I'm not exactly kicking ass here today on this deal. It must be Pete Lenny's fault somehow. Let's blame him. I beg your pardon? It must be Peter Leonard's fault somehow. Oh, anytime he's involved. That's right. Really it's because he didn't get that spot on yesterday. <laughs> Here's the facts. It says, I have a simple question about the story we were just reading about the North Carolina Democrats are bitching about. Why don't they stop whining like a bunch of wusses mm -hmm. and take their fingers out of their noses and poke it right back at the Republicans? Lord knows there's plenty of material. If they don't fight back, they deserve whatever they get slung at them. All of this, of course, enhances their image as a bunch of wusses and doesn't say wusses, but nevertheless. Anyway, I hope you feel better. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, why don't they uh, start running some ads about McCain and his uh, reverend friend there, the lunatic, maniac, bigoted, old coot. But, of course, that's what it's all about. Nobody's got any solutions for the high gas prices, the war in Iraq, the economy, all of these things. So they, all they're doing is slinging mud. Right. You're not wearing all a, they're doing a flag what? pin. You're not wearing a flag pin. And the media's showing us crap about, you know, Obama bullying gutter balls and uh, Swillery is uh, baking cookies. Whatever drinking, the hell Drinking is, beer, yeah. doing shots. Yeah, that's right. Maybe she's drinking Billy beer. Ooh, she's I got doubt. 82 certificates left. Well, I don't know what to say about that, except that everything's great. And I'm just I getting started. Fine. Everything's great that they brought in so far, and I'm just getting started. And what about Chris? What are you eating? Everything. Got a slice of cheese, uh, pepperoni with uh, ricotta cheese, is it? Yes, and then um, I have Steph and I split a meatball parm sub thing. A sub thing? I'll, I'll take the blame for it. It's probably me because I can't talk today. Yeah, let's blame you. Well, why not? Let's That's got to be it. Let's blame Joe Rogan. listening to the old coot coughing and hacking and puking on the air all day. Who would listen? Me? So why do you have a choice? I know. <laughs> this tea is not too bad. All right. <sighs> so I hate to sound not like an wife, okay. but, you know, hot things when you've uh, got, got a runny nose, they only help. I don't have a runny nose. Right eat now. some of those pepperoncinis that I see in front of me. Eat what? Pepperoncinis. Yeah, that would do it. I'll clear your head right up. I'll be running right back into that magic room. I'll, I'll clear everything up. Wow. I'll have some for you. Maureen Dowd writes, wilting over waffles. He's never going to shake her off, not all by himself. The very fact that he can't shake her off has become her best argument against him. Why can't he close the deal, Hillary taunted at a polling place on Tuesday. She's been running ads about it, suggesting he doesn't have what it takes to run the country. Her message is unapologetically emasculating. If he doesn't have the gumption to put me in my place when superdelegates are deserting me, money is drying up, he's outspending me two to one on TV ads, my husband's going crackers, and party leaders are sick of me, how can he be trusted to totally obliterate Iran and stop Osama? Now that Hillary has won Pennsylvania, it will take a village to help Osama, Obama escape from the suffocating embrace of his rival. 
Certainly, Howard Dean will be of no use steering her to the exit. It's like Micronesia telling Russia to demuke. You know, some people counted me out and said to drop out, said a glowing Hillary, their Philadelphia victory party, with Bill and Chelsea by her side. Well, the American people don't quit, and they deserve a president who doesn't quit either. The Democrats are growing ever more desperate about the attack of the 50-foot woman. With gas pr uh, prices out of control, with the comically oblivious President Bush shimming around New Orleans, the city he let drown, and Condi sneaking into Baghdad as rockets and mortars held down on the green zone, meaning the Republicans ought to be a cinch. But the Democrats watch in horror as Hillary continues to scratch up the one silvery sheen on Obama, and as John McCain not only consolidates his own party, but encroaches on theirs by boldly venturing into Selma, Alabama on Monday to woo black voters. They also cringe as Bill continues his honey-crusted nut bar meltdown. With his usual exquisite timing, just as Pennsylvanians were about to vote, Hillary's husband became the first person ever to play the Caucasian card. First, he blurted out to a radio interviewer that the Obama camp had played the race card against him after he compared Obama's strength in South Carolina to Jesse Jackson's. And then with, a, with finger wagging on the screen, he denied it to an NBC News reporter. You always follow me around and play these little games, and I'm not going to play your game today, he said, accusing the reporter of looking for another cheap story to divert the American people from the real urgent issues before us. If there's one person who knows about crash diversions, it's Bill. But even for him, it was an embarrassing explosion, capped with some blue language to that was caught on air. The Democrats are eager to move on to an Obama-McCain race, but they can't because nobody seems to be able to show Hillary the door. Despite all his incandescent gifts, Obama's missed several opportunities to smash the ball over the net and end the game. Again and again, he seems stuck at deuce. He complains about the politics of scoring points, but to win, you've got to score points. He knew he tanked in the Philadelphia debate, but he was so irritated by the moderators and by having to stand next to Hillary again, he couldn't assemble a single merry dart. Is he skittish around here because he knows that she detests him and he's used to charming everyone? Or does he feel guilty that he cut in line ahead of her? As the husband of Michelle, does he know better than to defy the world of a strong woman, or is he simply scared of Hillary because he's scary? He's frantic to get away from her because he can't keep carbo-loading to relate to the common people. In the final days of Pennsylvania, he dutifully logged time at diners and force-fed himself waffles, waffles, pancakes, sausage, and a Philly cheesesteak. He split the pancakes with Michelle, left some of the waffle and sausage behind, and gave away the French fries that came with the cheesesteak. But this is clearly a man who can't wait to get back to his organic scrambled egg whites. That was made plain with his creative cool at Glider uh, Diner in Scranton when a reporter asked him about Jimmy Carter and Hamas. Why, he pleaded, sounding a bit, dare we say, bitter, can't I just eat my waffle? His subtext was obvious. Why can't I just be president? Why do I have to keep eating these gooey waffles and answering these gotcha questions and debating this gonzo woman? Before they devour themselves once more, perhaps the Democrats will take a cue from Dr. Seuss's Marvin K. Mooney, will you please go now? The writer once mischievously redid it for his friend Art Buckwald as, Richard M. Nixon, will you please go now? They could sing, the time has come, the time has come, the time is now. Just go, I don't care how. You can go by foot, you can go by cow. Hillary Clinton, will you please go now? You can go on skates, you can go on skis, you can go in an old blue shoe. Just go, go, go. <coughs> wow. Thank God I got to the end of that, you know. Major that, miracle. that is right. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Spread them and say cheese. I was spending my funds making my car run, but I didn't get real far. I got a crummy deal feeding these four wheels. Maxing out my car. Can't drive around till the price goes down. I thought I could, but I was wrong. 
Oh, that stupid dolphin thing. Oh, geez. On the clock. 79. 79? Yeah. It's not good. We had 100. The food's good. Food is food's good. Price is right. And there they are. They're, they're there for your perusal, okay? If you want them, great. We're, you know, and, and like I always say, they act sometimes like they're doing us a favor to buy them. We're doing right. you the favor, schmucks. Well, speaking of that American Airlines story, I guess this is right. Maybe the guy was just trying to prevent prostate cancer. (laughs) Works for me. Men who frequently masturbate appear to have a lower risk of developing prostate cancer, Australian researchers have reported. That's my excuse. Researchers from the Cancer Council of Victoria found that men who masturbated more than five times each week were one-third less likely to develop the cancer. So that means if you masturbated like 25 times a week... I was just going to say, what if you do it five times a day? Eight, eight times less likely. Doing it right now. The study surveyed 1,000 men who developed prostate cancer and 1,250 who did not. All were between the ages of 20 and 50, according to a report on Monday on the gay and lesbian news site, Planet Out. Researchers told the BBC last week that the prostate produces one of the fluids involved in ejaculation and that frequent masturbation appears to flush out carcinogens. When in doubt... Flush some out. Sexual intercourse may not have the same effect because it increases the risk of contracting a sexually transmitted disease, which could raise the risk of cancer. The website yeah, says. You know, well, yeah. well, I'm just, I'm just reading the story, okay? You know the, I'm not recommending. Right. I was going to say, this is the right way or wrong way to do that. Right now. Well, I'm just uh, reading the story. Don't start giving me grief. Just be glad I can read anything. I'm very glad you can read, so I can eat. Oh, I got some God. What? I got some pursuit. Prosciutto, not prosciutto. 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 Keep it to it. What makes you fart the worst? That's our poll today. Boy, we've got a lot of uh, stuff going on today. Farts and belches and... Coughs. Coughing and hacking. Oh. Masturbation. Hacking, I said. Oh. 79 vote. Uh, 79. 79 uh, things we got left. Wow. I'm unimpressed by that, by this audience. 239 votes on the poll. What makes you fart the worst? Baked beans, 54. Eggs, 36. Burrito, 22. Sauerkraut, 20. Beer, 20. Chili, 14. Black beans, 14. Dairy products, 11. Onions, 10. Protein drinks, 9. Veggies, 8. sit up 6. Cheerios, 5. Life cereal, 4. I, I, I still don't understand that. Why one cereal over another? I mean, aren't they all wheat and oats and pretty much the same stuff? I imagine. Curry, two. Hot wings, two. Souvlaki finally got one. And MSG, one. How about MSG make you fart? I don't know. Acid makes me fart. Acid. Reflux. No, no. LSD. Oh, acid. Yeah. 
A Singapore TV station has been fined for airing a show that depicted a gay couple and their baby in a way that promotes the gay lifestyle, the city state's media regulator said today. The Media Development Authority fined Media Corp TV Channel 5 11 grand. The station aired an episode of a home and decor series called Find and Design that featured a gay couple wanting to transform their game room into a new nursery for their adopted baby. The authority said the episode contained scenes of the gay couple with their baby, and the presenters' congratulations and acknowledgement of them as a family unit in a way which normalizes their gay lifestyle and unconventional family setup. The episode was in breach of rules on free-to-air TV programming, which disallows content that promotes, justifies, or glamorizes gay lifestyles, the statement said. Wow. Earlier this month, the authority fined a Singapore cable TV operator, Starhub Cablevision, 72 hour bucks for airing a commercial that showed two lesbians kissing. Under Singapore law, gay sex is deemed an act of gross indecency, punishable by a maximum of two years in jail. I guess I won't be going there anytime soon. Despite the official ban on gay sex, there have been few prosecutions. Authorities have banned gay festivals and censored gay films, saying homosexuality should not be advocated as a lifestyle choice. Speaking of abortive things, Larry King is staying at CNN for at least another two years. Uh-huh. Aren't you excited? Thrilled like you don't even know. King, 74, and CNN extended their contract to at least 2011. His talk show, always one of CNN's top-rated shows, has run since 85. He's always got a panel. A panel over here, a panel is changing. We've got a new panel, an old panel. King's existing deal was set to run out in summer 2009. King's yeah. fate at CNN was never really in question, even before word of the extension. But some doubt crept in two weeks ago with a news report that claimed low-rated CBS Evening News anchor Katie Cork might replace King at some point. Oh, my God. I wonder if she would use the same suspenders in the same bag. It was, it was hysterical last night. You know, they have those old GE mics, those big old-fashioned Yeah, I love those. I love to have one of those. But, but they, they're not operative. They don't work. Well, you could use it as a paperweight. They all have, like, little, you know, clip-on mics, including him. And so his dropped into his bag. or He, he was fumbling around. You couldn't hear him. And he's fumbling for it and reaching and grabbing. And he finally he found it in his colostomy bag. Didn't even wash it off. He just stuck it right back on his shirt. During last week's radio TV correspondence dinner in Washington, comedian Mo Rocca joked that Kirk was waiting for Larry to wander off. Calls to King's agent John Ferreter weren't immediately returned. CNN declined to comment other than to say Larry is the best and he'll be here for a long time. Financial terms of the deal couldn't be determined. He's the best, and he'll be there for a long uh -huh. time. Neil Rogers, I don't know who that is. Who's that? Who that? Who that? Bag. Remember that? Yep. I don't know who that is. And this is the same guy, I'll find it, who turns around and says, Neil Rogers died. But you don't know who I am. Biggest name. The best. This is Neil Rogers, Sports Radio 560 QAM, the sports leader. Please. It's 3 in the afternoon. The phone is ringing, and Mo is fast asleep after a grueling day of dodging gym scooters in public. Who could it be? Hello? Mo, Norma can't. What do you want? Just letting you know I negotiated you a new contract. New contract? You're not my agent. That's okay. I'm not really an agent. 
Besides, I'm on a roll. You talking about getting me back to that place again? Yeah, and unlike a couple other people that work over there, I don't feel it's beneath my station to call you. How much? Same as before, only for less. Huh? Yeah, I did good, huh? Forget it, chum. Hey, I put quite a fight up to get you less for the comfort of knowing you're lucky to have something that's kind of like a job. Are you nuts or something? I don't know how you practice lore. I don't have to practice it. I know it. <laughs> you slay me. Sorry, honey, you're not my type. You're gay. Gay? Gay. 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 What? Oh, my God. 573? No, 73. Oh, 73. Then why did you say 79? To make me feel bad? Yeah. I don't feel bad enough already. I'm sorry. I'm sure you 73. Well, we're not making a lot of progress on there. It's too bad because it's great food. Yes, it is. But nevertheless, you know. I'm having a pepperoncini in your honor. Mmm, good for my sinuses. Gilbert Gothi. A former Catholic priest and pedophile was tracked down in Lamarck, Louisiana, and is now back in jail. Monday night, Gothi was unregistered as a sex offender. After investigation, he registered. But Wednesday night, <coughs> police say he broke the rules. Gothi was picked up Wednesday afternoon at about 4.30 at Galveston Island State Park, where he was found to have a group of children and parents listening to him as he read, a group of, um, uh, as he read children's books aloud. A parent contacted police when she noticed that Gothi had a young boy sitting on his lap as he was reading, and when the boy got up, Gothi had an erection as well as a liquid stain seeping through his pants. Well, there seems to be a lot of that going around. It's in the hair, it's in the pants. When police arrived, his pants were found to have numerous semen stains. Gothi was handcuffed and brought to Lafayette Jail. He's registered as a sex offender last week, and here's where the problem starts. Gothi, a former Catholic priest and pedophile, admitted to abusing 39 children, all boys in Louisiana, and another boy in Polk County in Texas. He was living unregistered as a sex offender for years in Lamarck, and a loophole in Texas law allowed him to do that. He did that. That what Larry always says, do that. Oh, uh-huh. This, uh-huh. that, uh-huh. these, and them, and those. Oh, that. <clears throat> yeah. That's what they got is Larry. You know, that, that's quite a commentary on CNN. That's their hit show. And when you got Ricky Ticky Sanchez and Silly That O'Brien and Wolf Blitzkrieg and all these other silly people on it, what do you expect? Don't, now when you have your meeting with Joe Bell, I want you to keep this story in mind. What's that? Well, I'm going to read it in a second. Here. Okay, all right. Now, now, what did he exactly say? Did he say, I got an email. Go lunch and, and discuss your new contract with a lot of money for I'll you? read you. <laughs> he what? Says, he says, George, pick a day for lunch and we'll discuss a contract extension. Then he gave me some... Uh, Date options, I chose one, the soonest one, the earliest one, <coughs> Wednesday, April 30th. Yeah. That's it. And then I sent back, and he said, uh, wherever you want to go is fine. We'll count on 2 p.m., Joe. Great. We'll see. I want to be a fly in the wall for that. I'll record the whole thing. I'll take a stenographer. All right. Now, now when, you're, when you're finished, and he tells you that you're going to be working for half what you're making now. Right. And, and I have to sweep and you vacuum. I have to clean the bathrooms every morning when I come in. And Think about this story. Okay. Because money isn't everything. Oh. Uh, I, would you let me read the story? I'm, I'm waiting with masturbated breath. 
A former Florida lotto multimillionaire has died nearly broke. Alan Toth's attorney says he was ill and still facing federal tax fraud charges. When he died, he was only 60. The county health department says he died April 5 because wasn't listed. Alex and Rhoda Toth won a $13 million jackpot in 1990. But the Pasco County couple said most of the money ran out years ago spent on gambling, gifts, and luxuries. Gambling. A fool and his money are right. saying fart. I was going to say, give me a lot of money. Watch how I don't blow it on something stupid. They were charged in 2006 with filing false tax returns. Alice Tuff was scheduled to stand trial in June. His wife has already accepted a plea agreement for prosecutors. The couple split up last year when Alex Tuff went to a medical facility to be treated for mental problems that left him incompetent to stand trial. They won $13 million. He went like that, and uh, he went nuts. How do you like that? I like it. But I wouldn't do that. Money is the root of all evil. Keep that in mind when Jolly Joe says, Oh, George, you don't understand. We're cutting everybody. Give me a bunch of money. Watch how I don't do anything stupid. Watch how I just pay my bills and get out of debt. No, he's trying to protect you. I see. Oh, yeah. Uh He doesn't want you to do the same stupid things. I see. I'll protect you. Can I read this? Okay. Mike Lupica writes, Why why Hillary is still eating Obama's dust? The good is... Uh-oh. What? Nothing. Oh, it's a good comment. I'm not going to be able to read it, though. I, I can tell. <sighs> that tea it did wonders, didn't it? Has some more. It, it didn't do anything. It'll, it, it, you know, it's not going to, like, cure you, but it's going to feel better while you're drinking it. While I'm drinking it. Right, so keep drinking so it. So what if I fill the bathtub up with it? Get a long straw. Yeah, there you go. It didn't do squat. Take well, the it was good. Only because I had all that splendid there. It was sweet. Mm-hmm. Mike Lupica says Hillary Clinton says she's the one to fix everything, which these days means fixing only one thing, the Republican economy that's looted the country. Then almost in the next breath, she asks if she's willing to open a lemonade stand to keep her campaign going. The way things are going for her, because she'll say or do anything to be the Democratic nominee, for the latest commercial message in Indiana and North Carolina will probably go something like this. You're all in debt, but don't worry. So am I. She raised more than $200 million to run for president. It wasn't nearly enough, and yet she continues to tell the voters and the country that she's the one who'll put money back in everybody's pockets. Her own people issue press releases that trumpet her commitment to jumpstarting our economy when she can't even jumpstart her own. Barack Obama has been better organized, raised lots more money, won more states, gained more delegates, and has a better strategy than Clinton from the start. On the other side, Mark Penn is gone as the chief strategist of the Clinton campaign, and Patty Solis Doyle is long gone as campaign manager. Through it all, Clinton continues to run on the idea that she's ready day one to be president when she wasn't ready on day one for a rookie like Obama. If she had been, she wouldn't be the rabbit in the rabbit hole she's in now. She would have put Obama away the front-loaded... Uh, let me say it again. She would have put Obama away the way the front-loaded Super Tuesday system was designed for her to put everybody away early. She's supposed to be the one with a great sweeping plan for America, and she didn't even have one for Obama. Now she is where she is, and so is her campaign. So the Democrats don't run against John McCain or against the ruling party that's given us this president, the biggest lightweight and most unpopular of anybody's lifetime. The Democrats don't run against record disapproval ratings for a Republican president and record foreclosures and record oil and gas prices. They don't run to help people struggling to keep their cars on the road and roof over their families' heads. They continue to run against each other. The campaign is about the campaign. The wrestling show isn't the one we had with Monday Night Raw and those Obama and Clinton impersonators. The wrestling show is the real thing with no end in sight. In a reality TV world, people seem to keep voting to keep the show on the air. 
Greg Craig, who comes out of the law firm of Williams and Connolly in Washington, was the coordinator of Bill Clinton's impeachment defense ten years ago and is now a senior advisor with the Obama campaign. Yesterday, he spoke about the campaign that Clinton's had run against Obama, making it clear he wasn't speaking for the candidate just for himself. They've run an intensely negative campaign on all fronts, Craig said, and for them to pretend otherwise is in itself a misrepresentation of the truth. Unless, of course, you're willing to say anything to get what you want, and what Hillary Clinton wants is for the whole thing to come down to these superdelegates. She plays to them loudly the way Ethel Merman used to play to the balcony. They are all she has left. The system was tailor-made for her by Terry McAuliffe when he was running the DNC before he became Clinton's boy cheerleader. She had the name, the money, she was favored everywhere. The whole thing was supposed to be like a first-round knockout. But the candidate who was supposed to have all the answers didn't have an answer for Obama. Now she talks about who would be the best candidate against McCain as if the only superdelegates should get to decide, as if she wants this to be a selection by committee, as if this is the NCAA basketball tournament. So they slouch toward Indiana and North Carolina. She can't win and won't quit. Maybe in two weeks. Clearly she and her finger-wagging husband, who makes Richard Nixon look like a model of grace as an ex-president, still can't believe it ever came to this. You're allowed to be as cynical as you want about Obama and ask the same question Clinton asked about why he can't put her away, even though a much better question is why she didn't put him away at the start of this. Obama has a vision about how big politics should change in this country. Clinton is big politics, but her vision is getting back on Air Force One. The Clintonistas, especially the ones in the media, talk constantly about how she keeps changing the narrative, but despite her victory in Pennsylvania, the narrative doesn't change any more than the math does. Here's that narrative for Hillary Clinton. If I can't beat Obama, I couldn't care less if John McCain does. And please... Send money. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Once there was a senator who was caught indulging a habit. A bugaroon not much different like a typical neocon faggot. Hands up to Larry. Seven at QAM. I'm making a big comeback now. Can you hear it? Yes. Not. Where'd George go? I'm right here, man. Oh. I thought maybe you were out rejoicing. I'm a hot girl in the studio, so if I'm a little distracted, I mean to say I'm a lot. 99.2. Your temperature? Yeah. 
A little bit of a fever there, eh? I don't think most of the time that any most people aren't like ninety eight point six most of the time. Are they correct? I, mean, I tend to run a little hotter if you ask me. Really? At least I think so. I feel like I do. Never looked so hot to me. I know. Click here at AndrewWQM dot com. Oh boy, that court is anything to screw us up, you know what? That's right. It's a conspiracy. Well, let me go down to that other, because that link doesn't work. The other one works. 71. Giovanni's Cold Hard Pizza, man. We got 71 left out of 100. Not good. Not, not going like flatjacks this week. And here you're always making fun of everybody else. Yeah. And this one can't sell this, and this one can't sell that, and bop, 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 bop. And we got 71 left. It's almost 1 o'clock. Let's point Petey Lenny. Because he couldn't get that spot on yesterday. Well, listen, you know he, he's like he's got the Midas touch in reverse. Everything he touches turns to pure, unadulterated crap. The food is great, but they're they're little uh, you know, they're laying back. It's so Thompson. Back, can I? They're, they're, what? They're new, also. Yeah. They're three months old, so. Well, then they ought to take it from you guys that the food is great. It's spectacular. It's wonderful. Sensational. The staff Jesus is hot. Jesus, Christ. You know, it can't always be the same. You don't like the guys. You know? Huh? You'd even like the dude they brought in. Really? Yeah. How old was he? I don't know. He's 25. Yeah? Yeah. He's in your demo. And? Got a nice smile. Shiny white teeth. Hmm. Good haircut. Clean. Good. <laughs> Destroy the Democratic Party, Doug Thompson writes. Don't embarrass these people. They brought you in a bunch of great food. They're nice people, and, and you're embarrassing well, just the hell out of them. Just because he's beat red. Huh? Just because he's beat red right now. Yeah, right, exactly. How the hell do you know whether I'd like him or not? Let me come down. I know your taste. Yeah, taste this. At least I used to. Can I continue? You want to, like, dwell on this? You're such a freaking pervert. That's all you talk about. Yeah. Just hopping point? on this one and hopping on that one. Yeah. Why don't you check him out? I did. Oh, him? No. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'll get an affidavit from the other one. Yeah. Get a signed affidavit. I will. Testimonial. A testimonial. Doug Thompson writes, destroying the Democratic Party. Hillary Clinton's win over Democratic presidential frontrunner Barack Obama in the Pennsylvania primary Tuesday shows the race for the top job in Washington is far from over and may well go to the party's convention in Denver, he says. Clinton has come back from the immediate perceived political grave more times than Dracula, and the comparison is not coincidental. Her critics feel she is the chief bloodsucker in a political system dominated by opportunistic vampires. In a campaign season dominated by extremes, overt passion, and outright hate, Clinton is the poster child of political polarization. Her followers offer passionate support without equivocation. Her enemies offer hate in equal measure. Like her husband, Hillary Clinton is a candidate you love to hate. What is it about the Clintons that draws such venom, passion, and bloodlust? Is it their ruthless, driving, taking up prisoners' ambition, or the consequences be damned when at any cost approach to politics? It is that and more, far more. The Clintons succeed where others fail because they lack shame, conscience, or consideration for the rules. Neither Bill nor Hillary give a damn about the party that once revered them and now shudders at the damage their unbridled ambition may have inflicted on once competent hopes to recapture the White House. 
Even with the win in Pennsylvania, Clinton faces a long, hard road to the White House. She may still pull out a victory by cheating and changing the rules, but that win may cost the Democrats a chance of beating an old man who should be an easy mark in November. Too many Democrats have told us that if the choice is John McCain or Hillary Clinton, they will either stay home or hold their nose and vote for McCain. Or if Obama holds on and wins the nomination, he should have clinched weeks ago, he may come out of the primary season so damaged that McCain can continue the scorched earth policy of the Clintons and finish off the senator from Illinois. Obama hasn't helped his cause. Clinton's unrelenting attacks have driven the office campaign platform a change, turning him into a defensive business-as-usual politician trading barbs with his opponents. The Pennsylvania, the an editorial in New York Times says it best. The, president, the Pennsylvania campaign, which produced yet another inconclusive result on Tuesday, was even meaner. I already read that. <clears throat> that that's the part I read from the time yesterday, right? The editorial? Yes. Yes. Doug goes on to say, if the Democrats had any leaders, they would put a stop to this nonsense before it buries the party. But the party that wants to lead this nation for the next four years is itself devoid of leadership. Yeah, Howard Dean is doing a hell of a job, isn't he? I'm getting this thing all wrapped up. I'm getting in there rolling up the sleeves like Ross Piro and doo-doo-doo, you know. I think doo-doo is what Howard Dean's doing. A lot of doo-doo. How'd you do with your buttons, by the way? Did you get that problem fixed? No, we're going to work on it after the show. A lot of doo-doo going on. You know it. How's that poll coming? 293 votes. 294. Putts. Putts. Look up Putts in the dictionary, and Chris Whalen's picture is right there. His puss. What makes you fart the worst is our poll question. Baked beans, 66. Eggs, 41. Beer, 28. Burrito, 26. I would think it depends on what's in the burrito, right? Oh, yeah. Hold the beans. Or else. Or else I won't eat it. I won't, I won't eat that, uh, oh, that mushy beans, that refried bean crap. That's a Mexican thing, right? Yes, it is. Not a Cuban thing. No, sir. Refried beans, you sure? Correct, trust me. Positive? Trust me. I'll bet I my wife on it. Sauerkraut, 23. Black beans, 20. Chili, 16. Dairy products, 15. Veggies, 13. Onions, 12. Protein drinks, 9. Sit-ups, 6. Cheerios, six. Hot wings, five. What about if you're eating Cheerios while doing sit-ups? Life yes. cereal, four. Curry, two. Souvlaki, one. MSG, one. Out of 294. And our ethnic poll, we outdid the uh, survey from eight years ago. But like I said, uh, about a thousand times as many people have got computers now. So that proves nothing. The only thing it proved is that our ethnic people are gone. That's right. And once they're gone, they're gone. Gone. Now, when you have your meeting on Wednesday with Jolly Joe Bell, after you, after you pound out a big raise for yourself, I hope, you ought to tell him these things. Yeah. Say that he has disemboweled the show. And there's been no promotion. They haven't replaced anybody. How, how can you get a new audience when you don't promote? When everything's a big secret. Huh? How do you do that? I don't know. Like Larry would say, I don't know how to do that. How do you do that? Especially in this ever-changing world with satellite and iPods and people listening to the radio on their pop-up toaster and their damn uh, cell phone, all this other crap. How do you do that?
waiting. I don't know how you do it. Well, that was a rhetorical question. All right. Ask him. He's the manager. I'll write down a whole bunch of questions. He's supposed to be the expert. Yeah, well. Well, that has to do with all that bonus money that we're not getting. Yeah. And never going to get again. I know. Unless we get a big kiss, like we did. Oh, guess what? During this next break, wow. I'm going to be making a fast run. All right. Well, it's a combination of all these cough drops and tea and medicine and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Gets in your kishkis, baby. That's right. And all of a sudden, the Lord decides, "Uh uh-oh, when in doubt, push them out. Push it out. How are we doing on the uh, certificates, by the way? 71 still. Yep. One to two hour. Well, I'm a little gay dummy. A flaming homo. And I like to think politics is something I know. Well, I... I don't know too much, but it's the best this bag can do. We write my songs to say that Hillary's for you. You may think that I live here, but then again, no. 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 I have a man churning with Sir England because your country flows. No, I only want your money. So a few concerts I do. Oh, Hillary is the biggest bad I ever knew. So I'm telling everybody, vote for the badass girl, and make her the most powerful bitch in the world. Go vote for Bill Swat, go vote for Bill Swat, and keep the White House white. I want the silken title. Temperamental bull 101 at QAM. You know, my, my stomach feels like a boiling cauldron. Really? Yeah. Churning and burning? No, not burning. Okay, just churning. churning. You know, like a, a cauldron. Right. Like, like a witch's cauldron. Because all those cough drops and that tea and that cough medicine and... All that, all, all this uh, stuff. All of these things are like grinding around in there, yeah. Once two o'clock comes, I'm going to put my head down on the couch, and I'm going to ignore everybody. Okay, good idea. Police in Congo have arrested 13 suspected sorcerers accused of using black magic to steal or shrink men's penises after a wave of panic and attempted lynchings triggered by the alleged witchcraft. Reports of so-called penis snatching are not uncommon in West Africa, where belief in traditional religions and witchcraft remains widespread, and where ritual killings to obtain blood or body parts still occur. (coughs) Rumors of penis theft began circulating last week in Kinshasa, Democratic Republic of Congo's strong capital of some 8 million peoples. They quickly dominated radio call-in shows, with listeners advised to beware fellow passengers in communal taxis wearing gold rings. 
Purported victims, 14 of whom were also detained by police, claimed that sorcerers simply touched them to make their genitals shrink or disappear in what some residents said was an attempt to extort cash with a promise of a cure. You just have to be accused of that and people come after you. We've had a number of attempted lynchings. You see them covered in marks after being beaten, Kinshasa's police chief, Jean Dudon Leco, told Reuters on Tuesday. Jean Dudon. Police arrested the accused sorcerers and the victims in an effort to avoid the sort of bloodshed seen in Ghana a decade ago when 12 suspected penis snatchers were beaten to death by angry mobs. The 27 men have since been released. I'm tempted to say it's one huge joke, Oliko said, but when you try to tell the victims that their penises are still there, they tell you that it's become tiny or they've become impotent. To that I tell them, how do you know if you haven't gone home and tried it? Some Kinshasa residents accuse a separatist sect from nearby Bas Congo province of being behind the witchcraft in revenge for a recent government crackdown on its members. It's real. Just yesterday here there was a man who was a victim. We saw what was left was tiny, said 29-year-old Elaine Kalala, who sells phone credits near a Kinshasa police station. What was left was tiny. I can always use that story. I'm a victim. There you go. A sorcerer did it to you. It was snatched That's right. by a sorcerer in the Congo. Mm-hmm. I'll make it. All right. Not that I ever had any doubts, did you? I did not. Yeah, you did. For maybe you 30 know, I was seconds there. And hacking, you had no doubts? For about 30 seconds there when it uh, didn't sound like you might not come back or something. Yeah. But then you came back from the break and, uh, and all was fine. Well, it's not fine. Well, it's fine enough. Fine. I'm straining over here. I'm straining and my head is draining. Now, wouldn't you think that they'd have like a long... Chew! ...could stick in your throat or something and suck out all that nasal... all the phlegm and the mucus and that crap? Wouldn't you think? You'd think. Well, why not? By the way, I'm going to fax you something for a giveaway so we can give away the, uh, one of these certificates. And the, the scrawling on there, uh, you know, Pete Lenny did that, so uh, take that for what it's worth. Because he's an a-hole, is that what you're trying to say? Well, he wanted to fax you something, so he just gra- happened to grab the uh, the top sheet of paper from my stack over here, and it was that liner that I was getting ready to fax to you. What are you trying to say? So just be forewarned before you go reading it out loud on the air. You might want to proofread it first or verify it. We have 70 it. certificates left, by the way, from Giovanni's Cool Fire Pizza. Great food. Good location. I'm going to send you a picture or two. Yeah. 70 left. We started with 100. And here it's 105. We have 70 left. I'm starting to feel like Tootsie now. And when I put myself in that class, I lose all self-respect. Have you, have you checked his website today to see if there's... I have there? never checked his website. I'm going to do it. Well, he doesn't have a website. He's just an appendage to the IOD website because I guess they had so little response that they must have... Oh, we can't waste any money with this. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Which is another another thing, too. That's probably why they stopped selling certificates on his show. And now Dave Farting Lamont is selling them. The Fartmeister. Let's see, footy, footy, there it is, footy. There it is, his name is still on there, that's a good sign. Okay, what are we doing? Oh, working, if, oh, working to find the best Cuban sandwich in South Florida. You know something? Howie's right up the street. I thought that, I, I want to apologize to Charlie B, and believe me, it takes me a lot to do that. <laughs> 
Because I thought that that poll about the best sandwich filling was about as low as you can go. Surprise. We went for weeks and weeks on the best burger in town. Now, where can you find the best Cuban sandwich in town? Oh, footsie. Oh. Go away, footsie. Let's see. Did he get the news? Channel 7 GM got arrested getting in a fight two nights ago in Boston. Nobody cares. Why do we care about that? I saw it. Do you care about that? I don't care about that. We got from Channel 7. We don't care about Channel 7. Call us 5 and 6 right now at 1-800-227-0560. Win a $50 gift certificate to Giovanni's Pro Fire Pizza at 7625 North State Road 7, Parkland. 1-800-227-0560. Call us number 5 and 6. Well, that's good. We still got 70, by the way? Hang on, I'm in a different screen here. Chris? Yes. Oh. One at a time. We're doing one at a time or something? Apparently. Very slowly. There's my girlfriend, Susan Candiotti, on CNN. ...who were convicted of more serious Whoa. felony charges. Let's remind everybody, Wesley Snipes was convicted of three misdemeanors, yet the government has made no secret about the fact, as you indicated, that they want to make an example of him. They've called him wealthy, famous, and brazenly defiant of the IRS tax code. He flat out didn't want to pay his taxes, the government says. Well, good for him. Stick his ass in jail. Give him a gold star and a purple jelly bean. Jackass. Republican John McCain, campaigning through poverty-stricken cities and towns, said yesterday he opposed a Senate bill that sought equal pay for women because it would lead to more lawsuits. The bill was defeated in the Senate by a vote of 56 to 42. The Senate had scheduled a late Wednesday vote on the measure, which would have made it easier for women to sue their employers for pay discrimination. Both Democratic candidates, Clinton and Obama, left the campaign trail and returned to Washington to vote for the bill. McCain skipped the vote to campaign in Nolens. Oh, Nolens, where all that sin was going on. That's why they had Katrina. That's what his pastor, the Reverend Haggis, Hagee, whatever his name is, that's what he said. Billy Saul Hargis. I'm all in favor of pay equity for women, but this kind of legislation is as is typical of what's being proposed by my friends on the other side of the aisle. Opens us up to lawsuits for all kinds of problems, he has said. This is government playing a much, much greater role in the business of a private enterprise system. The bill would have overturned a Supreme Court decision limiting how long workers can wait before suing for pay discrimination. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, that wimp, released a statement blasting Senate Republicans following the defeat of the bill by obstructing a vote on the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act. Senate Republicans have thwarted efforts to restore balance in the law and allow victims of wage discrimination to seek justice in the courts, she said. In doing so, they've again stopped necessary progress for all Americans. And Democrats criticized McCain for opposing the bill. Well, that's him. You know, he's got that rich wife. She ain't going to tell us how much money she made last year, how much taxes she paid. Everything's right. a big secret. Lots, millions and millions and zillions and gazillions and trillions. That's how much they made. Her. How do you like that? I, I don't, because it wasn't me. I beg your pardon? I said, how's it going, eh? Check your email during the break. Why's that? Well, obviously, because I sent you something. 322 on Chris's poll, which we don't care what we get, because we had that tremendous and gigantic burst on that uh, ethnic survey, didn't we? Yep. I wish we couldn't have done it without Chris. Anyway, have a good The best talent.
start to cramp up on the train. You may be too install of and strain. You might poop yourself if you should cough, but taking ally makes the pounds fall off. While taking the pill, try not to sneeze. But if it happens, just make sure you squeeze. Remove your toilet, install a trough, cause taking ally makes the pounds fall off. You'll feel like you're losing your soul, but you won't be quite as large. You'll spend half of your day on the pole, due to oily discharge. You'll be fucking obesity trends. Who cares that you have to wear depends? Your jiggly butt won't be so soft. Cause taking ally makes the pounds fall off. Rectum. The belly pain is worth the risk. No more your too fat remarks. But you'll burn through several gallons of whisk To remove all the skin marks If you get a pain and have to pass What follows may be more than just gas You might cook yourself if you should cough But taking ally makes the pounds fall off Okay, one seventeen at QAM. That that's not the bit that it says it is on the uh, on the list. Oh, one of those deals. Sometimes you gotta relate to your food. Well, he's related. Presenting the all new Hick Burger, only from Hardee's. You sure don't look like he and folk. With four pieces of smoked hickory bacon, it squeals like a pig when you sneak up on it from behind. <laughs> Throw in a large Mountain Dew, Dr Pepper, a sweet tea, and a collector NASCAR cup. Go low, go low. And French fries. It's food. You can relate to. It'll be okay, please, cuz. The all-new Hickburger, only from Hardy's. You just hold its hand. <laughs> See, I told you. Mm-hmm. That was much better. Yeah. That crap one I played there. That uh, Todd Pettengill garbage. Yeah. Sure was. 19% of Indiana have college degrees. Big blue-collar workers here, and she's done well with them, but Indiana has not been hit quite as hard economically as some other states, so they could be awash depending on whose message really about. They were taken from a community that... How do you like that? Indiana wants me. Ardeen Taylor. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs. Good song. Uh, Mike Kwiatkowski on Smirking Chimp writes, Why Clinton is going to become 2008's Ralph Nader. He says, everyone... Now, that picture you sent me, are those the guys from uh, Giovanni's? Yes. And... And just, you know, so that you could get a visual of what's going on here in the studio. Well, was, they're gone now. That wasn't Fat Chris in the background I saw there, was it? None other. Oh. Are you serious? Who else would it be? Skinny Chris? Let me look at that again in a minute. All right. Well, I better not. I'm sick. He, he's looking really ugly today. I mean, you know, not today. Yeah, I'm not a halal 
Do you feel ugly today, Chris? Sure. Extra ugly? No. I mean, I'm extra ugly, and I feel that way every day, but it doesn't bother me. Don't feel bad about it. Okay. Don't go crying. Oh, Neil's picking on me. He said I'm ugly. Well, you it's are. all good. We're down to 66. So. What? We're down to 66. Really? See. Making some big inroads on there. we got 66 of those who took his left. Get with it. It's a great, great child, for Christ's sakes. What's wrong with you people? Well, we know what's wrong with those people. But Anyway, Mike Kwiatkowski says everyone's talking about Hillary Clinton's win in Pennsylvania yesterday over Barack Obama. Ten whole percentage points. May I make whoopee in my pants now? It's still not enough to help the senator supposedly representing New York catch up to the one supposedly representing Illinois in terms of pledged delegates. Clinton is broke, trading her Democratic rival by a small but undeniable margin, and now reduced to threatening to nuke Iran in the event of it, it uses its non-existent nuclear weapons to attack Israel. Let me reiterate, Iran is not developing nuclear weapons, a finding held by all 16 U.S. intelligence agencies, so the fact that Clinton and Obama keep acting as though the opposite is true means neither of them has an effing clue on anything and why we're supposed to trust their judgment when they can't even call bullshit on the lies being schmat out by Bush-Cheney regime is beyond my comprehension. Meanwhile, John McCain gets to have the media give him another round of repertorial oral sex for his decency in choosing not to run a dirty ad against Obama. As recently as last month, Zogby and other polls were showing the senator pretending to represent Arizona nearly ahead of either of his Democratic rivals for the dictatorship. The Republican is using the time between now and the general election to win back his party's crazed right-wing base, raise money, and plot out his general election strategy. Do I even need to continue explaining what all this means? Hillary Clinton wants the presidency so bad she's willing to tear the Democratic Party asunder in order to get it, leaving it too battered and weak to win in November. She absolutely cannot let it go, cannot allow an upstart like Barack Obama to steal what she thinks is hers by inheritance. And it sure as hell doesn't help that Obama is too big a pandering, hard-headed phony to be able to seal the deal and win a clear mandate from Democratic voters by embracing the edwards Kucinich block. Now, he'd rather use them and dump them to the curb, and his performance in the last debate proved he, too, is running out of steam. Like Clinton, he never expected to have to compete this long for the Democratic nomination, and he's becoming dangerously low on ideas. So no matter how the remaining primaries play out, this fight is going all the way to the convention in August, all because Hillary Clinton won't let go of the illusion that the presidency is somehow hers. If 2008 accomplishes anything, it may be to finally rid Ralph Nader of the blame for destroying any chance Democrats might have had of winning back the White House this century. Somebody please pass me a brick so I can throw it at my television set next time I have news coverage of the campaign on. Oh, wait, I have my steel mace for that. Never mind. At any rate, I'd be really grateful for some ideas on how we might avoid this fiasco, because if we can't, the massive ego of Swillery Clinton is going to rain Schmidt down all of America. How do you like that? It's raining Schmidt. Nice. Isn't that what they say in IOD that afternoon? It's raining Schmidt? Cute. Are the uh, people still there, the food people? No. They're gone. Well, I'm embarrassed for them. I'm embarrassed for us. Me too. 66 still left at one, almost 130. And it's a phenomenal place. And the food is sensational. I mean, yes, it was. Perfection. See, one thing about the audience, you know, ordinarily we sell these things real fast. They all go and we break records all the time. But if it isn't some place that they're all familiar with. Right. Or the right there in their own neighborhood because this is in Parkland. No matter anything. how much you guys rave about how great the food is. Right. Oh, gee, we don't know that place. We don't know Like that. I got 70 on here. Oh, 66, like you said. Yeah. <coughs> oh, 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 what? No, nothing. 
Well, I'm choked up about it. I'm not too happy. And, and, and the worst part of it is I'm gagging and I'm sucking. Maybe the part of the problem is these damn oxygen, Hall's uh, oxygen things to suck on. And I keep threatening every, every break I'm going to go out and do another wild Joyce, you know. And I haven't been doing it. And I was gonna, unless I do it in this break, there's going to be a wicked pay, price to pay, let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, my, my incidents lately, the last couple of months, I'm, I may have to go out and start buying a whole new wardrobe of underwears. Oh, geez. Not good. You can just wear depends. Save yourself some trouble. Yeah. That's coming next. Nothing like getting old, like all those old farts in Pennsylvania. Well, 65 plus, they love swillery, you know. They love, uh, yeah. All the bigoted old farts. That's what it comes down to. You do understand that. Oh, yeah. We're not voting for no Schwarzer, I'll tell you that. Great. Indiana is coming next. I'm going to put North Carolina in your fine hands. That's your state. Okay, I got it. It's your home away from home. Deliver to handle Obama. it. Handle with care. North Carolina to Obama. Driven by the late, great Billy Houghton. Please start doing some harness racing trivia on here and test your skills. Like, who is the greater driver, Joe O'Brien or Donald Brainerd? Well, you know, like that. Yeah. Well, we'll start doing those. Okay. Ray Stein or Jack Mosaic? Or Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein. Gee, I wonder what ever happened to him. Good question. Let's not find out the answer. You remember the one I'm talking about? Uh-huh. You do? Yeah. From years ago. Oh, my God. And he moved to the West Coast. He was in Sorry Soda or something like that. All these people that have, like, vanished, you know? Just like mm-hmm. most of the MySpace people. Most of them have vanished. Here today, gone tomorrow. Oh, we're so excited to talk to you, Neil. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they vanished. They disappeared. Well, maybe they have a life. Or maybe they're busy out searching for one. <laughs> Oh, now it's 65. We're making a move. One at a time. I did I did not make a move, by the way. Oh, okay. I keep announcing this. Disgusting. No, I'm glad you're keeping us posted. Well, I want to make it exciting, you know. I got a diary. Uh. Yeah. About that issue. A second girl call. Uh, let me try it again. A second call girl has provided federal investigators with details of Elliot Spitzer's fondness for high-priced hookers, law enforcement sources told the New York Post. The lady of the night, who was intimately acquainted with the disgraced governor's pay-for-play sessions, backs up details given to the feds by Ashley Alexander Dupre, 22, a bombshell brunette, who allegedly was a favorite Spitzer hooker, the sources said. This one is looks kind of meas to me. I don't know. I mean, she's young. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I give her about a six. It's unclear whether the second one was associated with the Emperor's VIP club, the brothel that dispatched Dupre to entertain Spitzer in Washington, D.C. To entertain. Isn't that an interesting choice of words? Yeah, that's what they call it, I guess. 
The owner and three employees of Emperor's Club were indicted a week before the word of Spitzer's involvement broke. Spitzer identified the Emperor's Club criminal complaint as client nine, was caught February 13th on federal wiretap, <coughs> arranging for Dupree, whom he knew as Christian, to be delivered to his room at the Mayflower Hotel. Like having flowers delivered, you know. Sure. Like having uh, pizza Chinese delivered. Yeah. delivered. Chinese. In the complaint, Kristen, uh, Kirsten insisted she didn't find the ex-governor very difficult, even though her madam warned that he might want unsafe sex. Law enforcement sources say Spitzer didn't like to wear a condom. He didn't like those rubber raincoats. Yeah, who does? The second hooker informant also told investigators Spitzer was fond of using sex toys to enhance his own pleasure. One can only imagine where he was sticking them. The full portrait of Mr. Spitzer's sexual interest is yet to be told, one source said, as if. Why, why, why is that our business? Why do we care? I don't care. The full story of his, uh, yeah, his thing. I don't really care about his thing. Mm-mm. 65 left on the Giovanni certificates. We're pretty embarrassed about it. Yep. Frustrated, despondent, suicidal. I'm talking about Chris. Always. Now, maybe, maybe you didn't look that bad in that picture. Maybe I should look at it again. I, w- I was shocked. You were probably right the first again. time. Huh? I need to shave. You look bad. Mm-hmm. look grubby. Yeah, well, you, you need to shave? Yeah. Didn't feel like doing it yesterday. What do you mean by that? Even as sick as I am, don't you think I shaved this morning? Of course. Probably. I don't shave every day. Why not? Lazy. See. Slob. Lazy slob goes together. Okay, let's see this picture. Where is it? I'll take a better picture of him. I mean, you know, get right up close. That's okay. Snap a picture of his puss. Oh, my God. You look like a mugwump in that picture. You look like, <laughs> you, look like you just came out of Pahokee. Out of the po- Pokey? Or, or Okeechobee. The Pokey and Pahokee? Out of the fields? My God. And you got like a real sour look on your puss, too. <laughs> well, she's very attractive, or whatever her name is. Yes, she is. Nicole, Nikki. And he's like uh, a guy, you know. Will. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Remember, I told you I'm going to yeah. make it exciting. No, okay. Well, it's the one o'clock hour. I got to take those breaks early anyway. It, it subsided. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, All right. You know. There's a rumble in the jungle. Yeah. Scary one, too. And look at all those pictures of naked chicks in that studio. Well, that's, well, that's his studio. Right. They're not naked. No, they're not naked. They're clothes on. George has ones with the just bigger pictures. Like well, what happened to all the stuff house. I had up on the wall? It's all gone. I uh, uh, set fire to it. Yeah. It was already flaming, so we just put it outside and it burst into flames. All those cutouts of Enrique. All those stand-ups. All those posters. Who was the life-size one? What was it of? Enrique Iglesias. Is that what it was? Yeah. And we had a Luis Miguel in here, I, said, too. I remember there was like a, a, yeah. a mask or something over the head. Took it all down to the parking lot, piled it up in the middle, and uh, and it just caught fire all by itself. Damn good thing I didn't have like a, a full-size picture of Stephen straight in there on the wall. Yeah, well, we would have shipped that up to you, you know, something that important. Like a blow-up towel, something like that. Blow up now, have you seen that movie yet, Covenant? No, no, no. I told you I would send it to you, but you can't resist it. It's been on cable, and I've been resisting watching it very easily. So. Well, why is that? Because you like it so much. Lift, lift from here. 
There's, there's a couple of hot chicks in there. Yeah, but they don't show nothing. No, that's true. The guys do, though. The guys are running around almost naked most of the movie. That, that's what it's all about. For people that want to see hot young guys running around in bathing suits almost naked during most of the movie. And doing all these weird things with their eyes. They have these supernatural powers, and the eyes have it, baby. Yeah. Pretty great movie, I would say. I, I would say best movie of all time. All right. I mean, puts that freaking Godfather in the toilet. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's one thing about the Godfather, ain't nobody hot in that. Out of sight. Yeah. Let me say that I swear. On the soul of my grandchildren, that I will not be the one to break the peace we've made here today. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. This is Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. Obama tried to put me down. Talking about my nomination. But now he knows I'll stick around. Talking about my nomination. Won't give up my super delegate. Talking about if he thinks I will, he must be not talking about my nomination. This is my nomination. This is my nomination, baby. Rock wants me to fade away. Talking about my nomination. What else do you think his pastor will say? Talking about my nomination. I'm not trying to cause a big altercation. Talking about my nomination. But I'll fight to the death for mine and the nomination. This is my nomination, baby. Hey, nomination rhymes with litigation. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should live so long, honey. 144, 560, WKM, the end is in sight. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, happy day. Wow. I don't know, the first hour, I think, you know, it was okay. And I stay having a coffin fits, because sitting here, sitting in the chair, you worked, you know. Oh, excuse me? Well, no, no, no. Your head, your head is straight up as opposed to like lying down. Although I like all that nasal drip starts dripping uh, into your throat and then you start hacking and coughing. And more. Are you, uh, you're more comfortable lying down when you got stuff like that down? I think I would be now. Okay. You know? Well, maybe now, but uh, when I got a big head full of phlegm, I hate laying down. Say it again. When I have a head full of phlegm. I hate laying down. I don't have any phlegm. Or whatever it is. It's just post-nasal drip. It's dripping. That's when it runs down my legs. If I lay back, if I put my head back, that's when it all goes pouring back in there. No good thing. How do you on the pool there with the uh, farts, uh, all that fart stuff? Phase 66. What makes you fart the worst? Baked beans, 77. Eggs, 48. And that's what I almost voted in that order. I mean, I voted baked beans and I almost voted eggs. I'm going to start coughing again in a second. Hmm? Did they know I went in the little number? Not, not a big number. Okay. Just a half a number one. Okay. Huh? Like a number one, half a point five. On a victory scale. Well, I, I felt compelled. The spirit of Christ compelled me because there was a little rumbling moment in here during the um, last session. And I thought, oh, that's all I need. Well, you you know, you know, if I all sure. go up real quick, uh -huh. and then go fly on here. Right, the, uh, the footsteps. Not that far. And the good news is the guest team room is right right across the hall. I don't like that one because the the chain 
keeps falling off of the um, the whatever you call that the <laughs> the uh, the stopper the stopper sure let's call it that the the plopper right well that's that's what keeps saying not all the time but once in a while I've used it I've used that one cinch it up a little bit it's got too much slack that's what's going on how it is that cut it some slack not Hundreds of environmental protection agency scientists say they've been pressured by superiors to skew their findings. A Congress survey released yesterday by an advocacy group. By the way, it was 20 yesterday. Here, it's going to be 20 again today. 68. And sunny. Sunny and 20. I love it. The Union of Concerned Scientists said more than half the nearly 1,600 EPA staff scientists who responded online to a detailed questionnaire reported they had experienced incidents of political interference in their work. EPA spokesman Jonathan Schrader attempted some of the discontent attributed to the passion scientists had toward their work. He said EPA Administrator Stephen Johnson, as a longtime career scientist at the EPA himself, weighs heavily the science given him by the staff in making policy decisions. But Francesca Griffo, director of the Union of Concerned Scientists Scientific Integrity Program, said the survey results revealed an agency in crisis and under siege from political pressures, especially among scientists involving risk assessment and crafting regulations. And it goes on and on and on. I can't do it, though. <clears throat> you know what I mean? You've got to cut that ring way down. All right. You got to go Send it a little bit. Come on, I'll read this whole pile. i got a pile here halfway to the ceiling. All right. right. I'll read the whole pile. And then, like, after about the first two months, I'll start coughing and hacking and... Ah. <clears throat> it's kind of frustrating. We, once in a while, you catch somebody on live TV doing that. You have a cough on the light. I love it. Can't stop. I love that one. I love that one. I mean, it's the same as And I, I have people I shouldn't enjoy seeing that because I, I do this for a living too. I should have a little more lachmanis, you know what I mean? I should empathize for them. But I don't. And old guy empathized for Larry when his mouth was off last night. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was rolling around in his bag or something. He's a bastard. Poor Larry. Well, here's our panel, and we got another panel, and when we come back, we got more people on the panel. They, they spend, this is the idea of talking to shows. By the time they get done introducing all the talking heads on the panel, the segment is over already. I mean, how many people do you have to have on there to discuss the same thing, you know, one or two things? How many talking heads do you have to have before it's enough? I, I just don't get it. I hate that. Why can't they have, like, one or two, like, like right now? If it's Clinton in a bottle, why can't they have one from each camp? And that's enough, Right. Right. But they don't do that. They're saying, well, that's not all they do that. Most of the time, they got like, well, we got somebody over here, and somebody over there, and somebody in Kansas City. It's just uh, mad. Well, it's what it does for all those people. A lot more people uh, getting paid. Cost more money. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like when they had all those sports writers on those sports shows. Mm-hmm. You, know, you might want to tell Joe, you might start taking some notes. Between now and next Wednesday, I'm going to give you some notes to take. Okay, on your yellow pad. And since this company now is so concerned about spending too much money and they're so cost conscious, how come they were paying it all out down the drain on people who like I'm on the payroll number one, she never been on the payroll number two, and we heard our ratings number three, who a turnout. That's right. You know the reason. Sports? That's right. If you're talking about the bump. Sports isn't just a game, it's a sickness. That would be a good logo, wouldn't it? Sure. For our next billboard campaign. Oh, that's a Sports! I mean, let's face it, the Marlins are winning. They're not pretty good right now. Nobody cares. You care, Chris? Oh, never. 
No. It's Texas nice. had another non-tailoff season. Nobody cared anyway. The Heat had a disaster of a season. And the Lakers just, uh, you know, they just drafted a little ugly guy. And that's it. That, that's what's going on in sports. What about the Hurricanes, Chris? What about the Hurricanes? What about them? Baseball team's number one. I can tell you one thing about them. Hurricane fucking blow! I'll tell you that. Baseball team's number one. Yeah, I see they had that little uh, focus there at the end of that FSU game. Yeah, apparently. I read about that. FSU game. Somebody said your mama or something like that. On Crack Rock? What? Your mama's on Crack Rock? No, no. I'm going to look at that picture here again. I, I don't know if... I forgot. Know. That's not something from your school days, so... I don't know what you're talking about. They didn't have Crack Rock in his day. Yeah, exactly. I forgot. But they crack, they have cracks and rocks. Well, what are you talking about? Different. Hey, people used to kid around when I was in school. They'd be like, your mama's on crack rock, and I was supposed to be like, an insult. But for you, they were just learning fire, so they didn't have crack rock yet. Right. They cracked rocks, but it was a different thing. Yeah, I forgot, yeah. God, are you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Actually, that was a terrible thing to say to somebody. Well, well, I've seen those pictures before, and he looked, yeah, like, like a different kind of guy. That Chris's problem. That picture there, why, what's the biggest of his problems? <laughs> he isn't getting any money? Well, that too. He's fat, and he's going to die in a minute now, like the beast. Well, not that bad. Oh, no, let's not. Let's not start doing a Joe Rose number on Chris, okay? Like, like Joe Rose on the beast. I mean, God. Obsessive. Just an yeah. insanity. He's still in here, by the way. And how's it look? Fat. I mean, really frighteningly fat? He only ever has. I mean, fatter than I would recognize? No, no. So what was his son? Really? Really? Right. Kind of really totally a type of crap. It's all right. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. There's my story, it's sad but true. I'm a sex addict and I want you. I love sex every way. So grab some lotion. Come on, let's play. Sexy, run around the bell. I can't seem to get a 